Yeah, man, you'll see, you'll see more of it. You guys will be actually, we're going to sponsor and do some things with you guys and do Appreciate some sampling. It. So We are excited. Um, you know, and though, now in that experience, I, I think I told you guys the story. It was a great, it was a great moment for me because I was uh, in Vegas at the trade food trade show, which you guys, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been, it's pretty amazing, right? And so Pinky from, um, you know, Slutty Vegan mm-hmm. was like, she arrived and everybody was like, yo, you know, she's a superstar in the food industry. Absolutely. Shout now, out to Slutty Vegan. At the time, at the time, I'm working, I'm with my man, my childhood friend, without a job. <laughs> I'm Mark Clark loading boxes. I'm helping right. out lifting stuff. <laughs> I'm moving stuff around. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, one day I guess I'll get back on the radio or something. And so I come from the back, and mm-hmm. Pinky's like coming through, and everybody's all around her. Oh, Pinky. Yeah. Da, da, da. And so she sees me. She's like, oh, my God, it's Mark Clark. Absolutely. I was like, I had no idea Pinky grew up in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she gave me love. She's like, Mark, we're going to break the internet. We're going to do a podcast. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And so, you know, she's uh, since opened up, I think, two more restaurants in New York. Mm-hmm. She's coming to Baltimore. And but since that time, after that conference, after that trade show, I got the job at Fox 45. So now I'm on Fox 45 every morning. Um, I do a feature called So Baltimore every morning. And then I have my show on 1130 every weekday morning also. So look at God. Oh. So at that point, I was lifting boxes. <laughs> right. Bless it, man. Bless it. That's and crazy. So, you know what I'm saying? And so since that time... My man's developed this product. I'm on television every day, and you guys are blowing up the the uh, universe on this uh, podcast. And what I don't think you realize is the deference people have for you, the love and respect, they do especially our that. generation. Yeah. And even meeting you as well. Shout out to Chef Heather as well. Chef Heather, uh, great making place. an introduction. Like I, I seen you, I was like, I don't want to fan out. I'm chilling. <laughs> it was after. Uh, where were we there? Um, you do it, me After, with the church group? At, yeah, it was with the church group. So we did prayer service. Shout out to the production team at Union Church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took, I, it's, interestingly enough, I was something was tugging me. I was like, you know what? I'm going to invite everybody out to brunch. To brunch. And I was like, I'm like, oh, someone me, so you don't have no reason not to come. So the, the people that could come came. These brothers balling. Nah, 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 nah. But I'm glad I listened because that moment led to this. Yeah, we sat down. And it, it was so much up. that came from that. The conversations that people came out that day that everybody needed something that someone else had in that table and then chef had to introduce me to you and i was like i seen you i was like i don't want to find out like we were over there nudging each other i was like oh, that's mark clark that's mark clark eat your pancakes regular eat your pancakes <laughs> <laughs> well you know right, yeah. the blessing the blessing that it kind of helped you guys help me understand is they're right it's like you guys there's like a, a age group so you know my age group i'm 57 so you know there's a group i think that you know that group but I didn't realize that kind of like you said, the mm-hmm. trickle down was you guys were in school, sometimes, mm-hmm. in, you know, some in grade school, some in middle mm-hmm. school. So it comes all the way down to like, you know, 30, 32, like, mm-hmm. or, you know, like younger. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't realize that range of like the big fat morning show influence in Baltimore. Yeah, and so it really helped me. Uh, it was great because I got a chance to rock with you guys. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do appreciate it because I think I think people don't really realize that. You're right. You, you know, and, and sadly, I think that my radio might have been that might have been that generation of radio. You know, where people had their favorite radio shows and people listened a certain way. I think that's kind of, I'm going to say it's over, but it kind of is over, I think. The younger kids, I don't think, really yeah. listen to radio that way. I think it also was a great place because I think it kind of kept us, to, we had a voice we could kind of listen to and go to, you know, the radio from K-Swift from the night, mm-hmm. the party club. And that's that's your generation, right? You yep, guys, absolutely. You guys are a little bit younger than Swift, I think, though, right? Um, I'm 38. Okay, 38, so you're 36, right, right 30. there. So right there. Yeah, yeah. So you guys were like, y'all was y'all was wild. First of all, let me say, <laughs> <laughs> y'all was getting it in yeah. back in the day. But it's like you know, I think people forget about that. I went to a grand opening 
um, in Fells Point. I'm surprised you guys weren't there. And what, what hit me was, you know, Nick Mosby's there, the mayor's there, and the brother who opened up the store, I think they all went to school, City or Poly, one of the two. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it made me think like, you know, a lot of times with the way the, the, the mayor, everybody's covered is from an old person perspective uh, versus you guys have a whole thing going on within your group that's really powerful. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw Nick and I saw, so the guy that opened up the store was a peer of those two. And I was like, you know what? This is not really being reported. I don't think people understand hmm. there's a lot of moves being made by you guys, the promoters, um, doing events, opening up restaurants that are in that 35 to 45 or 35 yeah, yeah. to 50 age range that's, true. that's not really getting talked about. And I think it's also it's a new day in that a lot of the older in Baltimore, a lot of times they froze you out. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when you had a hot new place like the Peninsula, they wouldn't let no young promoter really get in there and do stuff whereas now promoters are coming together and doing that it's open range uh, so i think yeah dc i mean baltimore is much like someone said like i thought i saw timothy timothy dean who's uh, said he's coming back the restaurateur said he's coming back he he came to the tent you introduced him that's right he was saying that it reminded him of dc 12 years ago and i was like "Hmm, that's interesting almost like how the um activities like you know um business wise and things that are happening and the participation on the level of, of people uh, opportunity, I guess, regentrification. To be honest, mm-hmm. a lot, a big part of it. But like, um, you know, where you're seeing young black people participating in the growth in in Baltimore. So that's interesting. Why do you think that is? Because you mentioned uh, what was something you said as far as the 35 to 50 year olds, their activities, our activities, not being reported on. But I, with that, younger promoters or promoters in general being able to have access to the peninsula yeah access to the hot spots if it's a bygone or if it's whatever the new hot club is bygone you're right i was just bygone last week and you know how you were we were assessing my man was in town Mm -hmm. and oh you don't have a jacket we go in there young brother's in there with shorts on and baseball caps and (laughs) and blazers Mm -hmm. but it was like they were like stylish but it was like okay wait a minute like Mm -hmm. we expect you know that would have been old stuffy guys back in the day right bygone era um, you got my man Juan over at Pendry, you know, mm-hmm. Juan who's like in his early 40s. And right. so I think I think what happened. So I remember back in the Big Fat Morning Show days, what happened was when they started building those million dollar condos downtown, mm-hmm. what, what the problem was, I think this is my theory. I could not I might not be accurate, but I think a lot of people live because Baltimore's harbor is beautiful. And it's better than Virginia's harbor and DC's harbor. Absolutely. So a lot of the high earning Especially, I think the tech kids, uh, I, I say kids, but tech people, mm-hmm. I think they they, they have they, they lived in Baltimore, but they still partied in D.C. Mm-hmm. I think that was the problem like mm-hmm. 10 years ago. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, we live over here because it's easier to go back and forth to Baltimore than it is to Virginia. And, and it's wherever. less expensive. Yeah. It's less expensive. And I got a beautiful spot on the water for real. Mm-hmm. But so what happened was the, the night, the night, especially like that corridor down there by the uh, Inner Harbor, the corridor, the clubs needed business, so they got promoters. But it was like people who obviously were not living in the area. They were just people who, the promoters. So then mm-hmm. something would happen and it would cause whatever. So what they needed was those people who were living to participate in Baltimore. So I think now, 10 years later, that's starting to happen to a degree. But I also mm-hmm. think that the peninsula and different places are much more open to you young promoters, the mm-hmm. way you're doing business, um, than they were before. You know, because I guess you need the money. You need the money. Do you think it's mainly the money? Everything is the money, right? Everything's always the money. And because I wonder too if there is a different 
difference and it's probably not a difference in behavior culture um of the of, of our generation we're probably more potentially more educated on paper yeah, uh, I think, but I don't know if that plays into uh, excess. You know, it, it's weird. It reminds me. So back in the day, when uh, Ehrlich was governor, there was a there was a moment, a snapshot, when the Republicans were now, you know, I guess for the first time, where you know we had a Republican governor, mm-hmm. and the business, the black young black business community, we were having meetings at Timothy Dean's restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, Billy Murphy sponsored them. We were having these community forums, and the young black business owners. We're participating and you kind of felt some momentum because Michael Steele was saying, what I want to do is I'm not going to necessarily create any new uh, new new legislation. But there's the things that are already on the books that we can fulfill to get you guys active. So, in other words, you know, uh, uh, bid, bids on the contracts, minority bids and things like that. So it was kind of like in the in the community, the black young black business community, there was like this energy like, oh, OK, this even though it's a Republican governor, there's some opportunities for us. Right. Mm-hmm. But then when the when it's time to vote. Like what happens is the old black people are the only ones to really vote consistently. Like young people have a tendency to be like, "Yeah, I'm I'm down." And then don't vote that day because it rained or they got yeah. busy. Versus Big Mama and them, oh, they're going to vote. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was weird because it felt you felt some momentum, but then afterwards it kind of died down. And so I think you guys are actually. But well, first of all, <laughs> you know, Brandon is one of you guys. He I mean, is, he's, yeah, yeah, he's you know, Nick is one of you guys. He's so I think it's kind of a little different in that you're looking at peer to peer. So people are like, yeah, I went to school with him. So I'm going to da 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 da. You know what I mean? That never gets talked about on television mm-hmm. really, but you know, we're honest, but um, I think that's kind of the difference and I think to be honest, some of the people who are in charge of these newer places are allowing it to happen and much more um you know, well like with you guys with the jazz festival. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. why was that so easy? I've been in situations where things are hard. Be, oh, you don't have this signage. You don't have that signage. It was like they got you guys easily did that. With mm-hmm. no, was it because you knew people? Um, I, I think when you talk about peer to peer, it was a six years of the podcast, so six years of building relationships. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'll pay a shout out to Landon, one of the uh, founders of it. Um, we've been he's been coming into our events. We've been hanging out, so we we have mutual friends. We were at a holiday party together, so we just been building a relationship and i think that's the part yeah. so maybe i think that's like the a, part. Gen- a genuine relationship we've never asked anything anything from, from the other other than hey i'm having an event pull up if you can yeah i think that's there. the difference like mm-hmm. like i did shout out to juan out at the pendry down at the pendry hotel i was in town like today like today i'm here at whatever time it is but my day starts at three right mm-hmm. and i live in bethesda so i so my day starts that day so when i'm on in town all day uh, like I worked out today, so I got freshened up. So I, <laughs> we but, work out every morning. Shout but, out to them. You know, so I was at the Pendry at an evening event. It was like two in the afternoon, and so in the old days, you know, I just wouldn't been out there in the sun. It was hot. I was sitting there like, man, I need to change my clothes. <laughs> I wanted to go in one of these bathrooms and see if I can. So since I knew Juan, I hit him like, hey man, but he didn't. He actually didn't. He didn't see my text, but he was doing the rounds. He saw me. I said, hey man, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but. Can I can I change in the bathroom? Whatever he said, man, you Mark Clark, man. He went back, boom, gave me a room key. Bow the Pendry. Bow. Here you go. Damn. Use it as long as you want. You know what I mean? But like you said, back to relationships. Mm-hmm. Before I think those those offices didn't have people who looked like us and who didn't move like us. Yeah, but again, I didn't have to explain. You know, even let's say it was a, let, let's say the let's say it was the same situation, mm-hmm. but an older manager. 
he might have been like, uh, you know, yeah. it's a it's a million dollar room. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to give it to him for free. Hey, if you give me four hundred dollars, you know. But but Juan was like. Man, you Mark Clark, man. Go ahead, take it. Yeah. You know, I think so. I think you guys, the younger people, I think you guys have a new, it's a new kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. just like I know I th- George Wallace is in town, the comedian, this weekend. I hadn't hit him, but I could hit Juan and be like, yo, man, George Wallace is in town. And he'd be like, hey, man, have him holler at me because he wants him, the celebrity, to stay at his hot hotel. Yeah. yeah. You guys kind of like, I think the rappers and the generation, have. you guys have a more kind of like... um entertainment kind of mindset okay. you know what i mean mm-hmm. not like gouge somebody for money right more like if i have like he was Juan was actually telling me when when lizzo's working out in the gym and people are walking by that makes the hotel look great yeah so absolutely. it's not like it was in the old days well okay it's thousand mm-hmm. you know and so i think that's it could be mindset and then like you said the peer-to-peer relationship Right now, and, and it's the same thing. We speak on the jazz festival, uh, Afram. We were able to uh, podcast that and things like that. Is also the for us the notoriety of hey, we're here and we're this is what we're gonna offer. We're not asking for much, but this is what we can give. Right. Um. So we got the tent. We got cool vendors, great vendors. I was like, oh, I think Mark Clark can come. For landing the same thing. Oh, it's not, you got Mark Clark in your tent? Oh, that's fly. Across from Ed Reed. Oh no, that's that's amazing. That was great. So imagine six thousand people see Ed Reed. Six thousand people see Mark Clark because everyone watched the Ravens in the next, on that Monday morning. Listen to one of the Ravens uh, songs that you guys made. Yeah. It was nostalgic. So you we've added value as well, and they've added value to us. But it's weird. I will say though, but it, I don't know. It, it took you guys though to see that though, because it's weird. Like mm-hmm. if I'm honest, people I know, you know, I've known these people. I know people. I know people. Mm-hmm. But they have not, and they know me, but. And they were on the show regularly, but they did not offer what you guys offered all these years. You know what I'm saying? Really? I never asked, though, but you guys offered it. You know what I'm saying? You saw it. Yeah. But so I think there's a part of that's the other part. A lot of you sometimes you're like, huh, it seems like, you know, because, again, like you said, what's happening with the TV station? I mean, um, it's no surprise. Like, you know, I've been here forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I see people like the other day I did. I was at Jimmy the Boxer. You know, we're doing a thing. And. He's doing a commercial, and then they said, we need to do a three-minute commercial, and, you know, without a script, can da 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 So we're doing it, and I'm seeing people watch us do it, and I think I saw people go like, oh, wow, he can really do it. I was thinking, yeah, now you know I could, <laughs> you know who I am, right? right. <laughs> you know, but but you guys saw, you know, mm-hmm. so that's something else, too. Like, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I'm not going to say it's hate. I'm not going to say it's whatever, but I just, what I'm saying is, you guys were like, yeah, Mark Clark, rock with us, boom, 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 yeah. you took care of me, mm-hmm. but... Many it's, people it's have almost, not. I took care of no, them. It's yeah. a no-brainer. Though, I took like, care of them, right? I took care of nah, them for yeah. years, and I, but I, I didn't understand. So, for my message to the youngs and for everybody listening is, understanding value is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think media is not. You know, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm learning how to be an entrepreneur. But I think all those years of having the Big Fat Morning Show, having those people come in from the governor to the mayor to business owners, the, giving them the platform and never asking them anything and never asking them for anything, I now understand. That you know, they're expecting you to ask something because Ooh. it's a you know it's fair a fair exchange is no robbery. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I didn't understand the power of it. I do now. You guys, I think that's the other thing. You guys, young people, do understand the power. You know, what I'm saying you guys have been doing this podcast for six years. You build an audience, and you activate the audience, and so and you know what that means. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us older cats, we did not know what that means. You know, I think a lot of people listening don't understand their value. You mm-hmm. know. And don't know how to monetize their value. Right. Yeah. You know? uh, real quick, uh, hey man, 
Hey. We're, we're going to do our introductions. Oh, yeah. Did, did we, <laughs> we just got jumped into it. Did we start? All right. All right. So uh, 60 <laughs> seconds, everybody. You know how we know we start. So Was this mic on? <laughs> any prayer requests? Any prayer requests? Please time. drop them in the chat. Any prayer requests? Um, so we can get them going. Then we're going to officially start. The mics are on. We've been recording. But, you know, for continuity purposes, we'll, we'll start this officially. Um, also, I've seen some people in the chat. I want to give a mm-hmm. birthday shout out to Awesome Ash. Ooh. Red Velvet's in the building. Happy birthday to that you. Red Velvet. Yeah. The Red Velvet. That's a, what is that? He's in the building. That's a shout provocative out. name, Red right. Velvet. Yeah. Um, condolences. Charm <laughs> City Maven is here with us. Um, she's had a, a passing there. Oh. God bless. Charm City. Yeah. That's my buddy right there. Yeah, so, uh, God so, bless. So, uh, Cousin Eric is in here. E Money is in the building. Cousin E. Uh, shout out to grandmother. Grandma. My grandmother passed away yesterday. Um, blessings. So, blessings to the family. So, that means Man. everybody's going to be coming in town. So, your grandmother passed away? Yesterday, yeah. Man. Mom's mom. Yeah. I'll tell you, boy. Let me yeah. tell you she something. Lived, she lived a full life, though. 88 years old. Grandma lived a full Isn't life. Isn't that something? It's very full life. It's crazy, you know. Oh, LG. What's up, man? Rosemary's Go ahead talk you. No I'm no 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 I'm just saying No no go ahead No just the, the elders man You mm-hmm. know how I mean we You know we say all the sayings You know give them the flowers We stand mm-hmm. on their shoulders Blah 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 But, <laughs> but it's true Yeah It's it true And it's like you realize um, Those elders that gave us What they gave us Sometimes I think we take it for granted Like mm-hmm. some people You run into people And you be like Oh they did not get that <laughs> Right I think right. you see that Like you see, we see it on Instagram All the time People who did not get Those basic Old black people things that we got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, start yeah. to, and you as you get older, you be looking around. You're like, okay, I get it. They never got that. Like, you know, from washing the chicken or not. Like, you know, <laughs> if you raise around old people, there's certain things that you just be like, okay, mm-hmm. this is how they, this is how she used to do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. Last last call for uh, any prayer. I'm praying for all who have suffered a loss. Hugs to you all. Any other prayer requests? We going to get this started. I like that prayer request. I'm taking notes, man. You guys, <laughs> stealing, I'm stealing. Oh, oh, I am stealing ideas from this podcast. Oh. <laughs> Let it be known. Okay. I mean, absolutely. All right. Let's let's get it started. Don't use the word steal. We're gonna yeah. Say. Don't use inspire. Word. Inspire. Yeah. Okay. Inspire. Still, okay. Fine. <laughs> I'm stealing. I'm stealing. What word you want to use? He's like, I'm, not, he's like, I'm not giving you credit, so therefore it's a theft. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ready? Yeah, man. We're about to pray, Uncle Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are these people doing? <laughs> what are these aliens doing? <laughs> oh, man. The free pod conversation is. <laughs> what are these aliens doing? <laughs> All right. That's hilarious. Uh, everybody, please get in your positions of prayer, power, and peace. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, Father. We thank you for this hour, Father. We thank you for this moment, Father. We thank you for this opportunity to come together, Father, as friends, to come together to build relationships, to build family, Father. Come together to honor you, Father. There's a time right now that's happening. There, there's losses happening, Father. You are calling your soldiers home. And we thank you, Lord. They've lived full lives. They've inspired us, Father. They've imparted wisdom into us, Father. They've planted a seed into us, Father. We ask that we can water that seed and we can grow. We can blossom to be who we need to be, to be who we need to, to be, Father. They say that you need to grow crawl, tall enough to wear your crown, Father. And I pray that we all grow tall enough in your word and you to wear our crowns proudly, maturely, and wisely, Father. We thank you and we honor you. And this we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Good job. That was a real prayer. I didn't know y'all was real praying on the podcast. So ask yourself this question. 
It's your boy Kyle, a.k.a. The Perfect Gentleman. And this is your boy Jay with the Sway Soul and the Velvet Vibes. Lorenz Tall, Mr. Love Jones Live, All Bull, Everything, Answer E, All of the Above, a.k.a. Snapple Facts. And we're back. Oh, yeah. With another episode of Bourbon and Boy Shorts, two single fathers, two single guys talking about love life and drinking libations. And uh, who are we inspired by tonight? Tonight, 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 we are inspired by, of course, Uncle Mark. But on the table, we have the Pilar Rum. Shout out to Vino Wine Bar, one of the sponsors of Bourbon and Boy Shorts. Uh, we have the Chattanooga whiskey from the from Nuga niggas, as they say, the Chattanooga. That's uh, where I'm going tonight. <laughs> uh, whiskey. We have lazy, lazy River, but most importantly, from Delicious Beverages. Oh. We are inspired. We are inspired by. I did not take this for uh, professional uh, purposes. I did not not consume any of this, but we are inspired by the Sunshine Lemonade. It is, contains. Uh, is it D seven? It's a Delta nine. Delta th- nine. Excuse THC. me. Derived from hemp, so if it's THC derived from hemp, you know all the conversations about legalization of marijuana. Well, hemp is actually legal. The Farm Bill have made it legal, so Delta Nine is, uh, you know, again just as powerful uh, as it, I mean, it's 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 THC. THC is THC, so uh, we'll we'll be a sponsor. We're looking forward to that Sunshine Lemonade, and actually, um, I should have given you guys the the link, but. Uh, you know, I have to do that. We'll get it to him. Yeah, we'll make sure we have it. Yeah. So that is who we are inspired by inspired tonight. Inspired by. Look at y'all. Almost, almost sponsored by. I can't almost sponsored to, by. Almost by. I got to see we the rates. We're going to change it. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me, yeah, yeah, let me see the rates. Yeah. Let me hey, see listen. the rates. We send the rate table. I'm trying, funny. To, I'm trying to squeeze them in, but let me see the rates. Funny enough, yeah. we had to stop. First episode, we had to stop saying sponsored, right? Because everybody's like, oh, they're going to assume mm-hmm. that, you know, these people are sponsoring you and copyrights money all this other stuff like that we've been saying inspired by for six years and we have been waiting to say sponsored by for okay, six well, years it's, it's happening you yes. feel me it's so going like, down for us, to, for us to finally be able to say sponsored again i'm showing the clip to is, the to the owner it's, yeah. it's happening guys uh, we're putting out the money we're laying out the cash okay. i know yeah. these cash. <laughs> right. if you want this ass you got to pay the cash. cash i know hey. damn hey so <laughs> that we, we, so say. right here it'll be a logo we'll have that logo floating right here that's right um. Yeah. So we, I can we can make that happen. I didn't. You guys didn't see how I did it. So I clipped the bottom of the bag. Uh-uh. I poured it all into the all the contents mm-hmm. into the sixteen ounces. <laughs> Every two ounces is five milligrams THC. I poured you up probably more like probably about four ounces. Probably, you guys probably got ten ounces of THC. And so in the next uh, twenty minutes, you probably feel the part start feeling it. So yeah. Uh oh. Right. My okay. hands getting a little tingly, but. There you go. <laughs> So, uh, as you all can hear, yes. uh, we do very have familiar. a very, very, very special guest in the building tonight. Uh, legendary, legendary uh, radio personality from the from the great 92Q. Uh, if you were in elementary, middle, high school, between <laughs> the years of 96-ish 
to like 2004. Eight-ish. Eight-ish. Eight. 98. 2008. 2008. <laughs> it's, it's actually, it actually it's 2000 to 2008. So it's interesting, yeah. Really? Yeah, you guys are a little bit, yeah. That was nah. my first, okay, that was freshman year for me. Mm-hmm. That was freshman year for high school? Yeah. That was, yeah, that was the end of my, fr- three, yeah, that was me. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I really thought y'all were on longer than that. I, I know. Actually, it felt like middle school too. I know, I, did, I know, because it does get mixed in. Because I think for some people, be like, "Hey, V one hundred three," but it's like, yeah, we came uh, right around to, to hmm. nineteen ninety nine, actually, exactly. But yeah, nineteen ninety nine. But yeah, okay. it was a little later. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> yeah, like if you oh, wait a minute, it was the wrong radio if station. If you was on the bus <laughs> and you heard this gentleman's voice, yeah. man, you know that you 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 had a good start to your day. And and for uh, for our generation uh, of of Baltimore metropolitan area kids going to all these different high schools and whatever like that, um, this this brother has been a very vital part in in your morning, uh, you know your 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 morning startup. So, um, I'm I'm honored. We are honored. We 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 were coming off of a high from uh you like that right? Put I see. I like what you well, did. We're coming you off did. of a high from uh, Baltimore Jazz Baltimore Fest. Jazz Fest, and it was just an amazing time. Um, to to connect with this brother and and just really see him for who he is and uh we we call him a per we call him radio personalities like personality if if personality was a person you know what <laughs> I mean so uh I'm gonna allow him to graciously uh and honor to let him introduce himself on our podcast and then uh, we're gonna go ahead and re get it started so okay um to my left all right me no you. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> the other left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, I've been I've been dibbling and dabbling too much yeah, tonight. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, what a blessing to be here, guys. Uh, again, Baltimore. Um, a lot of my greatest moments. You know, I got married in 2000. I came to Baltimore on the radio in 2000. You guys witnessed my kids grow up on the Big Fat Morning Show. My oldest, Sydney, just got accepted. She graduated from Hampton. Just got accepted into. Uh, she graduated from Hampton this fall. Accepted into, um, you good, you good. <laughs> accepted into uh, Howard University Medical School. Um, Skyler is in Norfolk State, and then the baby uh, is at uh, heading to Clark, Atlanta this fall. Yeah, and so all, all that stuff happened, you know, when I was on the radio talking about these kids, talking about my wife, and Baltimore has just been, you know, Baltimore really just. I, I love Baltimore because it's like it is what it is. It's real. Mm-hmm. Um, people when they love you, they love you. When they don't, they don't. When Baltimore is going, you know, Baltimore going to party. They're going to party. Mm-hmm. Baltimore going to use drugs. They're going to use drugs. Whatever they're going to do, they're going to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not a lot of fronting. It's a lot. It's real. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> um, I also learned during those years that Baltimore wanted to know the finer things in life. You know, that's the part I think people don't understand. Like when we did the show. We had the governor on all the time. We had the mayors on all the time. We had Congressman Elijah Cummings on. People wanted to know. The deal. They wanted, I talked about my marriage. I talked about my family. You know, people wanted to know the deal. One of my best moments is uh, we went, uh, went down to the Inner Harbor, and a guy comes out from the kitchen, one of, our, one of our listeners, and he said, man, I saved up, man. I'm taking my family to South Africa. I heard you guys broadcast from South Africa, so I'm taking my kids. You know what I mean? People wanted to know. They wanted to li- the people want to live a better life. I think a lot of times people don't realize that about Baltimore, you know? Blessings, blessings. But, yeah, and then now I'm on Fox 45. Okay. I'm on Fox 45 <laughs> every day. Uh, Be More Lifestyle at 1130, and then I do So Baltimore in the morning. So people now are seeing me on television after being off. Um, you know, And that's Bless nothing. That ain't nothing but God to be back on, Bless to be back out there. And I'm doing you know, what I do. I'm shining the light on businesses, shining the light on people doing great things. So it's kind of the same brand. 
not doing the tear down that sometimes you know sadly the news stations do yeah yeah well well we we greatly appreciate you coming on i don't know if anybody has anything in their glass but uh we would like to thank you for coming on we're going to get this thing started having a good time toast our glasses yes. up. more life less stress as always <laughs> good oh yeah well, that's the pilar Hell no, that's that, that Nuga nigga. Oh, the Nuga nigga. <laughs> hey, real quick. Uh, yes. Should we not cuss tonight? Because of me? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not. So we, we can't curse, but I we can cuss, but we can drink. Y'all can drink MPC. Hey, 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 oh, no, I cuss. Uh, you, sound like a you sound like a fan right now. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm open to everything. I mean, you know. Yeah. No, I just want to make, you know, we want to make sure. I'm for, comfortable. You can ask me anything. For, for, business, for can, business purposes, we want to make sure, you know, I mean, what, what yeah. language we need to have. Just right, absolutely. Because you said you about to send a clip in, so we not we, need, yeah. we don't want to fumble the bag as they well, say. Well, yeah, that's yeah. Well, I mean, you know, anyway, I mean, this is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's, you know, I, I think it's pretty safe. So, got you, got you. Mark Clark, Uncle yes, Mark, I'm big here. fat I'm morning here. show. <laughs> big fat. That was you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> Big fat morning show. Oh no. No, do it again, yo. We're gonna chop this up, do it again. Big fat, big fat, big fat morning show. You know that's nowhere on the internet? I know. You know, Mr. Big Voice. Remember Mr. Big Voice? No. I'm I don't have that. I don't have we don't have a lot of that stuff, man. Now sadly. Hey, I was today years old when I found out it was you. I thought it was like Somebody, you know, just one of the. It other. was. It yeah. really was like we were able to. Me and Troy and Marva were really able to import Trap and Sanjay and yeah. all. We were able to really just, really just do that. You know, have fun, be creative. I've really been blessed because my whole life I really have been able to do that. Even mm-hmm. now with the TV, now, now with you know doing the TV thing, you know I get to be fun and do stuff on the morning. You know that I, mm-hmm. and that's one thing I will say: follow your passion. Anybody's trying to figure it out, follow your passion. Follow yeah. your passion. Um, I, you know, when they say when you do something you love, you know, the money thing. It is true. I mean, to make money, I hopped out there. I mean, I, I, I did a lot. Of, I worked in different markets. But Baltimore, to make the money I made and to do what I did, it was just crazy. And then, you know, I think when it was over in my early 40s, um, you were just like, I remember asking God when I got let go. I was driving home and I was just like, I just wanted to get home to my family, you know, get love done. Yeah. And I was just like, God, if I, if I peaked? He was like, "Yes." <laughs> was it was it Morgan Freeman? <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> he said, "You have." That, and on that day, Mark realized he was destined for something so much bigger. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, yes, Morgan. <laughs> it was the aliens. <laughs> what is aliens doing? That, that's a funny. That is a funny statement. I want. I want that on a shirt immediately. <laughs> what are these aliens doing? <laughs> aliens is cool. Write that down. We, gonna, we, gonna, we need to Aliens is cool for niggas. Yeah, yeah. So so what is that like? Do you know that Which one? Yeah, uh, the, the aliens. What do you know <laughs> what the aliens like? <laughs> what getting fired is like? <laughs> We're not gonna <laughs> No, but but it's, it's this is crazy. We gotta <laughs> hey, hey, stay sharp. <laughs> stay sharp, stay sharp, <laughs> But seriously, like that's a from being Mark Clark. You yeah, went from being go, Mark Clark on the on the radio every day, like right. not knowing. You, you know, Mark. for you it's it's yeah. for you it's work, but for us is like we're you know legit Uncle Mark. You've been yeah. Uncle Mark for a lot right. of us for yeah. for eight years. You know, it's a lot of transition. It's you you are responsible for 
the last of the Mohicans or the last <laughs> era of like, you know what I mean? No, no, I think true. I could, morning yeah. shows, you yeah. know, the good quality yeah. morning oh, shows. Oh, that's, that's the thing. Go ahead, brother. No, no, you got, you got it. No, so I mean, it's funny. You're right. I mean, it, it, it definitely. So yes, as oh, far shit, as sorry fault. about that. I ain't mean to that. <laughs> I'll be on it, bro. That's my reflex. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, for those who've gone through it, I think number one, some key elements in this. Let go. So you know, big fat morning show. First of all. When you're, you know, when you have a job, remember it's a job. You're working for somebody else. You don't mm-hmm. own nothing. You ain't controlling nothing. You know, the more money you make, actually, the more, the less valuable you are because they, every time mm-hmm. they, they look at that budget, they're like, can I justify? So at the time, let's say at the time, at the time when I was getting near the end, my base was like, let's say my base is 190, mm-hmm. right? Base is 190 and bonuses are every. And I had a bonuses. We were number one in every demo, 1834, 25, Wow. So, so we're number one. And so let's, let's say I got 20,000 for being number one in every demo every quarter. So let's Are say, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they're looking at that and they're like, and everybody else is making, let's say everybody else is making like 60. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. How do we justify? And so what happened was Miss Hughes was in the market. So they left it alone. They weren't even paying attention. When she left and they did the L.A. purchase and she left, then, you know, you finally look at the books. You're like, wait a minute. Hold on. The Big Fat Money Show. What are we doing here? So anyway, first of all, you're working for somebody else. It's not yours. Don't get comfortable. They let Marva go. Starts off. I'm on vacation. They call me in. They let Marva go. So that was the beginning of I should have at that point been no, like, all right, it's, it's coming. the fix is in. Yeah. Right. So they let Marva go, and then they let Troy go, and then you know, so so there were signs, but I weren't, I wasn't really paying attention, or it's less that I wasn't paying attention. I think a lot of times you just be like, well, what am I going to do? It's not like anybody out there is is looking for me, you know what I mean? But I, so I wasn't. So at the end of the day, um, what did it feel like? The blessing was, even though it was Mark Clark and the Big Fat Morning Show, and we had a degree of success, I never. I never based how I felt about myself on the success of the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of entertainers get caught up. That's why they get lost because they're they're insecure. They don't love themselves, and so their success is what the, defines them. Mm-hmm. And so, thank God, that wasn't my thing. I was the only child who knew what I was. I, I love myself, and so it was just a job. Now, losing that money hurt, and also the part two of it was I married somebody who loved me for myself and what didn't love me just because I was a a radio guy, a radio star. In fact, when we got married, I followed her here and I landed the big job. So I, you know, I, I, Allison got the job. She's a news anchor in DC. She got the job out here first. I did not have a job out here. I called Russ Parr. He said they're interviewing for a station in Baltimore, blah, 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 blah. Wow, so Russ I, Parr. Yeah. yeah. Russ. So Russ, that's yeah, a, that's yeah. a good guy. And so I got the job, but it, I, I walked into the biggest job of my life because I followed my heart with my, uh, Ooh. My wife. And so when I lost the job, the good news was she wasn't loving me just because I was Mark Clark in the Big Fat Morning Show. She loved me more than that. So Blessings. those are big factors. But you're right. I mean, it's a it's a it's an ego blow. You know, so now, you know, we've always lived in in uh, Montgomery County. So, you know, at home, they don't know me. You know, it's not like I'm walking down the street and they say, oh, it's Mark Clark. You know, that was gone. That was yeah. gone for that was gone. But Baltimore has always been that case. Every time people saw me, you know, so mm-hmm. then when I was coming back or whatever, so then when I came back on television, obviously people were like, oh man, Mark Clark's back. Yeah. You, know? you know, you know, even back in the day, I'm gonna I'm just talk about this real quick and we move on, but um, I'm now sitting here listening to you talk about it. I'm thinking about all the morning shows that came on, right? Radio was jumping. Yeah, yeah. it was. Like, radio was, it was it, is, is you, there's the Big Fat Morning Show, then you switched to 93.9, uh, it's Kiss at, I don't really, it was, it was the dude, um, he was a comedian, Shook, uh, 
Honey, Huggy Sugar Lowdown. Bear? Huggy Lowdown. Huggy Lowdown. Huggy he was Lowdown. on Russ. I think he was on Russ Parr. He was on. I think yeah. Well, he, he, he was on <coughs> Donnie Show. Yeah, Donnie, Donnie Simpson. Donnie yeah. Simpson. Yeah, Donnie had, Legendary uh, Donnie. Yeah, Russ Parr. Russ Parr in the morning. And then uh, what's the name? Steve Harvey Morning Show was starting. Yeah, Tom Joyner. Tom yeah. Joyner Morning yeah. Show. And it was just like in those mornings, flicking back and forth between DC all four and, yeah. and it's it was really really like sometimes hard to like tune into just one yeah because you already know and sometimes it got to a point where it was like all right i know what mark clark and everybody do so i got about 15 minutes for real they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna bs around on this and i'm gonna be right back i said let me let me see what uh huggy bear his joke is bama of the week yeah i gotta tune into the bama of the week then if i don't then i'm gonna head on over to tom jordan morning show see what the new promotions is what new when the crew's leaving you know what i'm saying yeah, like, you know what i mean it's so real. it's like you really tune into all of these and like I said, radio was just a fun time back then, especially really like was. we don't realize that as kids or adolescents that how much radio was like, you know, significant until now we start talking about morning shows and, you know, we have, you know, you here to represent that. And it just it was such a huge part because even when we're in class talking like, yo, did you hear Mark Clark talking? They was talking about, did you hear that? And right. then this happens and this happens. And it was like, nah, but I was listening to uh you know, Russ, uh, Russ Parr or somebody else, and it was like, nah, but the Bama of the Week, I said, like, y'all don't listen to the Bama of the Week? Like, nah, we don't mess with mm-hmm. And even having those type of discussions yeah. <clears throat> um, puts a lot of, uh, puts a lot of what you had to do, with, what you had to do with, um, in our adolescence, in perspective, because like, like I said, you know, in the beginning, like, you really are a part of our day. It's like, I want to make sure I'm on the bus on time sometimes, because I want to hear, I don't want to miss the uh, which y'all had were the quote of the day or the motivation, yeah. motivation, big fat, and the big yeah. fat shout yeah. outs, the big fat shout outs. You don't want to miss nothing. You don't want to yeah. miss the 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 big fat morning show song at least. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. And uh, whoever the DJ was, the, the quick mixers, whatever you had going on. So all of those things play a factor. Yeah. And you know, it's it's a truly a great appreciation to even talk to you, but even you sharing those experiences with us because behind us, you know, in front of the scenes for us for the audience, it's just. It's just voices, and then, you know, we're going on about our day. But, yeah. you know, the stuff that you guys got to deal with behind the scenes, you know, if somebody calls out, if somebody doesn't make it, and contract negotiations, and mm-hmm. will this be my last show? Because I don't want to keep waking up at 3-something in the morning <laughs> to be here just to work for four hours, you know what I mean? But then it's like, yo, it's the best job in the world. I get it's to work for job. four hours and go home and sleep. Oh, man. And do, <laughs> yo, <laughs> oh, man, he missed the sleep. <laughs> oh, no, it's the, it's, the it, yeah. it's, no, really, I mean, but I understood that from, I was that guy who wanted to do that my whole life. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. I mean, I'm like, that's why I keep telling, when I talk to kids, my whole message has always been, follow your passion, follow your passion. Cause I actually followed my passion and, and, and it, it feels amazing. You know, for my wife, I, I say, I dreamed my wife. I mean, I dreamed, you know, I dreamed her, um, you know, I dreamed my career. Mm-hmm. And then like, and so, and when you've had those kind of wins, even when you have losses, it's easier to believe in, um, Possibilities. I think a lot of our community, sadly, has had so many losses. They don't. It's hard for them to believe. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like this thing. I was in my. Mm-hmm. I was in my. Um, you a caveman? Uh, <laughs> well, well, <laughs> what I told you, I, I was you know hauling boxes around. Yeah, yeah. I call it when I'm in that valley. Sometimes you're in the valley when things ain't going your way. You don't know what the next step is. But every time I've been in the valley, I've come out the valley. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like. It's easier for me to believe that things are going to be all right. Yeah. But for a lot of people, it feels like, you know, they don't. But I think I understand that your mindset has a big part of that, too. You know what I mean? Your mindset guides 
a guide's large parts of that. And so that's why you got to keep keep dreaming, keep going forward, uh, keep hoping, because I think some people have really given up. Yeah. You know, a lot of people give up. And I really want you, uh, I want you to also, you know, I want to recognize the chat. The chat is going off about Yeah, they're going crazy. And, and, and I mean, they are, they are excited to see you, Uncle Mark. They are <laughs> talking about all the memories they had, you know, listening to the radio show. And they're in there going crazy, talking about uh, the Valley. <laughs> and all, they, they really they but i'm just saying like this is all these all these people in this chat we have rode the bus or you know our mom yeah. our mom unfortunately had to drop us off because we missed the bus but we listen to i got you. my walkman over there so i can <laughs> literally, literally like, that's my walkman bro, we there. getting we getting we probably some of us probably got a morning ass whooping to, to mark clark <laughs> Bruh, the show, chewed like, out you know what i mean like i'm getting yelled at getting dropped off the school like yeah, y'all want to wake up on that you know because i had a project but now we gotta go to staples or, or right aid in the morning to get some yarn or something because i ain't did it yes and you getting that blues all through mark Clark's right. voice in the background serenading serenading the ass whooping for you. <laughs> well, you got big gotta... fat, <laughs> big fat, <laughs> you big fat dummy. <laughs> no, it's tore up in the back seat, but uh, but well, yeah, you get I to recognize the chat. Room. Awesome. Shout out to the chat room. Appreciate y'all. So, how did you know your wife was the one? So, you, I, 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 it was I, easy. Yeah. So to me, it's easy. So. I was the guy. Looking back, I'm like, am I a jerk? Okay, you guys, this, they'll talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, so the the the, the Mark, young Mark Clark, which isn't my real name, by the way. Um, whoa, that's whoa, another, that's whoa. another podcast. Whoa. But uh, so I was the dude that was like, okay, focus. Like, I'm a radio, you know. So I got my first job, first job in Huntsville, Alabama. I did this young lady that had a baby. Yeah. I was like, look, you know, I'm a radio guy. And so if a job offer comes, I'm going to go. So I just want you to know, like the beginning of the relationship, you know. So I'm a, I'm a good boyfriend though. I'm a good boyfriend. I'm faithful. I'm there I'm for the kid. Da da da. But if a job opportunity comes, I'm gonna go. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so so you understand. So I, in my mind, I'm like I'm saying, I'm telling you, so you're not shocked or hurt by it when it happens. Right? Boom. So the next job comes, and I get I get the next job. So when I was in St. Louis, I did something that I hadn't really done before. I, you know, I'd always, I said, I, I dated the injured bird. I, I called it the injured bird. People had challenges. You know, they had, yeah. cha- you know, uh, from, the, from this and that. You got, you got drama in your life. I'm here to, I'm the fixer. I'm the fixer. I'm going to fix it up, even though I'm not staying. <laughs> so then in St. Louis, pretty toxic, the move yeah. was I dated my oh, first yeah. older professional woman. Oh. You know, she was 36, <laughs> I was 20, whatever. So, okay, oh. got her own fly house, got her own fly car. She was an HR director for a pro sports team. You know, I'm the radio guy. Mm-hmm. Now, the far, the part that happened that was interesting was she would be like, yeah, your little radio job. She would like, that's she would son me like that. Like, like you said, my little, my little mixing boy? <laughs> no, but it's, but it's a little, <laughs> this is a truly little mixing boy. Yeah. Damn. She was talking about my career. Thought we were doing something over here. We, we have, no, 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 hey, no, man, no. We got four mic hooked No, up. no, I'm saying. That shit ain't little, bro. No, no. Little from a standpoint, know, not, yeah, not yeah. a whole wall. It's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I love it. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a mini. It's compact. So no, she was like my career's mini, you know what I mean? That's what she said. And so she was out, and, and then she, you know, I, I hopped in there, and then you know, at the end of the day, um, I learned a lot mm-hmm. though. It was my first time dating a professional woman, and I don't know if you guys have dated professional women, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. what you realize mm-hmm. is everybody's everybody. We're the same. Everybody's looking for love. Everybody's looking for you know respect. Everybody's looking for high character. Mm-hmm. And so I learned a lot, but it didn't work out. And but at that point in St. Louis. I was still that guy that was all about career, 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 career. So what happened was I did the morning show, but I was the second guy on the show. Okay. The main guy we did a renegotiation, who's my friend, my brother, 
but he it gave him all the money and gave me nothing. Uh, and so I finally said, you know what? I need to put some time into my personal personal life. So this is the first time I really opened myself up to like personal life peace. And then bam, here comes Allison. I met her on her first day at work. She was out at the and I'd been in the market for six years. She was out at the Lilith Fair. I rolled up. I see her. She's f- fly, looking great. You know, I was like, man, she's bad. I was like, man, what is she? Is she African American? Is she Cuban? What is she? What is she got? Racially little... ambiguous. Yeah, she's racially ambiguous with great uh, with great jewelry. And so I rolled up. I was like, hey, how you doing? I'm Mark. <laughs> I'm Mark Clark. Here's my, card. Here's my card. I said, you I must. Really about no, no, no. What's your game, no, like, bro? It wasn't. I, never game. I'm just Mr. You know, I'm Mr. Personality. So I just say, you must be new. That's what I said. I actually had my card. That's, that's a Jeremy line, bro. <laughs> that Jer- yeah, Jeremy. You know, we get you with the warmth. We get yeah, you with the friendship. Exactly. And exactly. so I came you up and said, be new you here. must be new. You must be new. You must be new, buddy. You must be new, right? Because it's going immediately. Yeah, she's new. Yeah, she's like, I'm yeah, new. Yeah, my, in fact, it's my first day. Ah, now it's that. But now you broke broach conversation. In fact, it's my first day now. So oh, <laughs> she's the new she's the new TV person. I give her my card. I said I'm Mark Clark. Da, da, da. So then a couple weeks later, uh, we're at the parade, the black parade, and she's mm-hmm. on the parade. I run over. I'm like, hey, what's up? Da, 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 da. Now she bad. Now she yeah, is bad. Yeah, she yeah. fly. But I knew I was raggedy. I was Damn. at this point. I was rag, tags expired. Oh. You know, car a mess. I was raggedy. I told my man though. I got the radio friend. You know, my man. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, man, Allison Seymour. She is fine, man. I, I'm gonna talk to her." And so, um, she, uh, we find, we go out. You know, I, I hit her. We go on our first date. Where y'all go? What is the right? What is raggedy Mark we Clark? Insane, no, no, I'm not, I'm not raggedy in <laughs> that case. I'm raggedy from a standpoint of I'm driving her in a car with expired tags. Okay, all right, all right. Are you you're right? Okay. So all we right. go that's have a great time. Jer- that's Jeremy raggedy. We have right. a great oh, time. Made a mistake. And, uh, we have a great time in St. Louis at the uh, you know little with uh, uh, the little area, cool area. Mm-hmm. And then, but but after the date, I was like, yo, for real. When I dropped her off at her crib. I was seriously about to ask her for her tags, <laughs> out-of-state tags, because that would have given me some. But I was like, oh, I don't want to be considered that. But I was almost like, because you Yo. know, I knew she was going to. Is that, is that Mark is that Clark, kinda, he's a. Is that, is that whack? I was like, oh, man. But thank you, Jesus, I did not do yes. that. That was that was terrible. And so, but what happened was, I was like, okay, this is a high this is a high stakes young lady. You know what I'm saying? This is somebody, I got to get my life together before try to do something here no, so i didn't not, nah, i didn't call it i didn't call her for i didn't call her mm-hmm. i didn't you know she hadn't heard from me and so then she mm-hmm. called me on a day i was i was seriously was re- getting ready to call her and the phone rang and i pick up and it's her and she said what's did you quit me already come on now come on now come on now come, come on, on y'all I'm mark baby come on y'all did you quit me already how cute was that <laughs> yeah that's she gave you everything you needed to know. All right, I said yeah, yeah. I was about I was just getting ready to call you. Oh, said yeah, right. right. Oh. <laughs> so oh. after that, right. we we went out again, and then the rest is history. Yeah, the rest we were together. She was off on Monday and Tuesday. We were off. We were together. Actually, after that, I was with her every Monday and Tuesday until we got engaged. But there was a moment. It was a what was the movie with the Lawrence Tate. Um, love, love Jones. Love, it was a Love Jones moment. Uh, so you let her go when we first started dating. She had this dude that she worked with. He wasn't her boyfriend, but they kicked it. Didn't work with, and they had plans to see each other in New York. And she told me this when we first started seeing each other. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm supposed to go to New York, and let's say I'm supposed to go to New York in August. Right? Mm-hmm. So we're all together. So we're together every Monday. 
all the way. And now I'm in. I'm all the way in. I'm all the way in. But of course, you got to, you know, I'm not saying anything because she ain't saying nothing, but I'm just all the way. I don't want to freak her out, but I'm all the way in. Yeah. So the date's now approaching. So that Monday is approaching, and mm-hmm. she's supposed to go see this guy and I, that I've been aware of the whole time. Yeah. But obviously, I'm already in. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm in. If she goes see this dude, I need to back off a little bit because yeah. she's not there yet. Right. So we do our little Monday, it might be Monday, Tuesday, or Monday, whatever. And I, I wrap up for the night, and I'm like, all right, okay, well, you know, have a, have a good time in New York. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, okay. So now when I'm heading to the car, I'm like, and where's the black book? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> because. For real? No, because. If you, straight if you, to demon if time. If you, like, no, if you're, going, if you're going to New York to see this guy. Is he going and like. We, and we've seen each homie? other. We've seen each other every Monday. Yeah. I'm like, obviously, I'm in. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was, I was like, I was kind of like bummed a little bit. Like, wow, she ain't really where I thought she would, you know. So yeah. I get back home. And then I'm in bed, and she calls me. Hey, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go. I was uh, like, so that did, was, your toe, "Did your toes curl up?" A <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> you know what this means? <laughs> and that was it. Yep, we were together all the way up to we got engaged. Congratulations! And then the la- the other thing for young couples out there that mm-hmm. we did that I think it was really smart. Here you have two ra- who two media professionals. She's in radio. I'm in TV. We traveled a lot. We've been you know, going to pursue this career thing. So right before we went on vacation, we said, um, "Hey, oh, what happened? I got engaged. We got engaged first, and then I said we were going to go on vacation. And I said, "Hey, let's whoever gets the opportunity next, let's just follow. You know, whoever mm-hmm. gets the opportunity." next that person should follow yeah and i said that right after we got engaged and then we go on vacation and on on vacation when we got back allison got the dc job wow so we'd already had a conversation so you know i mean it wasn't like you know that normal moment thing where who's gonna be the one who's gonna give up their career here Mm -hmm. i was like hey i follow you so i followed her out to the biggest job of my career so wow that's divine my teeth are getting warm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to report? I uh, report. Report on the uh, Delta, the Delta Nine. I don't know what it means. Shout out well, to the Reds. And I'll tell you, the funny thing is, um, we have to take a break. We're okay. Oh, um, we so Allison grew up in. Uh, she traveled. Her parents were Peace Corps, but she she grew up in D.C. Basically, right? So you know, D.C. They call it the Gold Coast is a part of D.C. Off 16th Street. They call it the Gold Coast, mm-hmm. which you know is the little upscale African American people. You know, beautiful homes, bricks. And so I'm from small town Springfield. You know, mm-hmm. single mom. You know, what I'm saying junior college, <laughs> four year school. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I I was I was coming up. Yeah. And so when Allison's parents pulled up in the convertible Volvo, and so then when we come home to D.C., the scenario, the, our first fight was before she came out here. She got the job. She was coming out here to, you know, come out here. And I, she's like, you need to get rid of that car because that car ain't going to make it. <laughs> I was uh, like, what? I had, SU, I had an SUV, right? So she was like, you can just use my dad's car. Her dad was a minister. He said, you can just use my dad's car. He's got this, it's this Volvo that he lets everybody use. And, and really, her dad really is that kind of dude. And okay. he did. Right. But I was like, okay, so I'm coming out to D.C. with no car and no job. Mm-hmm. I said, that sounds crazy. Yeah. We were really, we were at the gym fighting. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And so then she said, the other thing she said was, I think I'm going to look for a house while I'm out there. Now, again, I'm coming from single mom. I'm someone from single mom territory. I was like, first of all, I don't know how it works mm-hmm. having a house. But looking for a house, we don't have a, I don't even have a job. We we talking about. So it was so, it was interesting, like the learning a different way of thinking. Because I came from struggle. I came from 
when it's struggle, you, 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 everything's different. You're just getting by. You're not really planning. You're well, not moving ahead. You're not struggling. Trying to thrive, yeah. And so I was like, uh, so she's, she's going to go out there, look for a house, and also start the new job. I was just like, and, I, and they want me to give up the car and come out there with no job. So I was just like overwhelmed, and I think that was one of our fir- that was one of our first fights. But then she came, she came out here, found a house, and I was just like, "What are you even talking about?" So at the end of the day, she found a house. Her parents gave us some money to get into our first new house. I come out, I land this job. We didn't even need that because I landed a job. I was making more than her. Nice. Come on, Jesus. So only do it. You know, sometimes sometimes I say all that to say sometimes if if your heart's in the right place. And if you love each other and you're and you're and you're logical too, mm-hmm. um, you know, don't don't be afraid to bet on love. I guess I'll say I, I hear the nerves in that. Where were you at the masculinity in that? And you're leaving your career. You established. Yeah, that's well, and, and then coming out to and borrowing her father's car. Granted, right, he's a menace. Right. I'm sure he's a, is a, a, right. a gentleman that is giving right. and does that. But even still, like. Yeah. Protect and provide, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that part, I think to be honest, that part never was a big factor for me from a standpoint of I got to be the breadwinner. I got to da 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 da. You know, I, I never had that uh, thing. I think I, I looked at it more like we all contribute to, you know, so it wasn't it, right. I think for a lot of guys, you're right. That is a big part of it mm-hmm. from losing the job to even come, like you said, using your dad's thing. Um, but that never was a thing. I don't know if because I was raised by a single woman. I think I think a big part of my success or be, and even in marriage is that I knew who I, I love myself and I know who I am. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't I was not um, I was not built with a lot of the traditional kind of I think triggers that sometimes you know you know what I mean mm-hmm. like a man got a da 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 da. I was raised by a single mom. We were living real life. Like yeah. <laughs> forget a theory. You know what I mean? like, let's like, make this happen. How do we can do it? <laughs> what do we need to do? By and any even, means necessary. And even with the people, they'd be like, "Girl, you are so strong. You are doing it by yourself. You raised Mark to be a good." She's like, "Baby, I would not have if I had a man. Mm-hmm. If I had a good person, then I would. I would that's what I would prefer. Yeah. But right. I, I wasn't doing this. You know, you girl, you're the man and the woman. And she's like, "No, I'm not. I am his mother. You know. So it was like she, she was very. You know. And I think my mom." kept it real and so i think i kept it real so it was like and thank god because if imagine if i had built my whole thing on because again let's keep it real my wife is fine my wife is beautiful all my my whole marriage i get that look people be looking like how did he get her that's what that's the thing you when i was the big fan morning show but um <laughs> but so so um but it wasn't based on yeah my my love for myself wasn't based on me being on the radio or being whatever i genuinely love who i am and i think to be honest that's what guys have to understand is women, even if they don't know it, they're attracted to that. Mm-hmm. Women don't like it when you're an insecure man. And a lot of men who boast mostly about what a man's going to do, a man don't talk about what he's going to do. He just is. A man is. It's not a conversation. Right. you know. So I think that's a lot of, a big part of all of that. You know, I think maybe under, I understood that because I was always friends with women and I was raised by women. Update. Yes. I am. Climbing this mountain. <laughs> I don't know about it. Hey, you good over there? Charm City Maven, you good? I mean, I'm good. I okay, all right, all right, all right. I am not old. It's 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 hey, she brought snacks. Hold on. Shout out. Hey, listen. We love it when our guests bring snacks. So, Charm City Maven, you good? I have, I have been, I've been struggling for the past 10 minutes. I'm not going to lie to you. I had to. 
I had to reset my shoulders four times this month. Uh-oh. Hey. I gave, I did don't forget you. that I'm here. Just make sure y'all talk to me every now hey. and then, okay? All right, all right. I did give you probably and, more like four. Insert logo right here. We're yeah. Put the it might have been yeah. 10 right, milligrams. Right. It might have been 10. Y'all might have got 10. Shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Slice up here. That's good. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm talking. Let me tell you something. No, no, no. I'm talking. No. Talk his ass off. I will talk now. Oh, he Cle- gonna talk. Now. Clearly, you talking to the drugs, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking. I got a lot going on. Yeah. Are you high? I got a lot going. I think I had drinks. I like <laughs> <laughs> Episode title. I got a lot going. on. I got a on. lot going on here. I, I'm not. I'm not. The funny thing about I noticed about the funny thing about the the sunshine lemonade high. It kind of like when you feel it. It feels like it's it picks up like you don't right? It feel it feels like you kind of go into a thing. <laughs> it, it's I not did like not a partake. Drop. Yo, it's not like you like like here. You're kind of like hmm. I got a lot going on. <laughs> yes, you do. I got a lot going on. I watched you this whole time, like bro. My man was just grabbing bottles and just tossing shit. And I'm, I'm like, yo, Mark, what are you? And I gotta be up at two or three and be back on the air tomorrow. And tomorrow I'll be out at uh, Damn, we for for, for Black long. Restaurant Week. I'll be out. Oh, oh, all right, all right. Some some cool place. Hey, hey, get oh. this link out. Hey, y'all need to try some of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. It'll be up next week. It'll be up next week. <laughs> Delta um, Nine, God, what's yeah. Delta Nine? Delta Nine, man. <laughs> yeah, Sunshine Lemonade. Right, yeah, I'm like Sunshine Lemonade is what it's called. Yeah. Sunshine, <laughs> right. Sunshine. We got we got license that song. We got we got some work to do. day without my sunshine. Right. Hey. More questions, young man? I'm sorry. <laughs> you know I'm rambling. So. Well, you ain't talking to me. That You good? You talk to Don Lemon over there. We got all the <laughs> Hey, I'm high cuz I'm about to start roasting some shit. Over there. Nah. He got the question. I, honestly, Uncle Mark, here's the I think we got to get more into this 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 portion of it, right? So we can get your business and everybody mm-hmm. can partake in some of this shit right here because let me oh. tell you. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but it, and it's not just lemonade, right? So there is the infused lemonade, but there are also teas and mixers as well. Yeah. So if you came to the jazz festival, you came to our tent. Yeah, you had the brown sugared buttered peach bourbon iced tea, but the the base is the delicious beverage peach tea. So you have the this guy's good. Yeah. <laughs> first time he said, I've heard he said it a lot, but I know it made sense. Yeah, the yeah. first time the first time I've heard someone else say it, you did a great yeah. job. So they have they have their so, so think of Lipton, but ten times better. Thank God, um, thank God you said that because uh, yeah. so my uh, so Al Rim, the company's founder, says when it comes to lemonade, and he's probably right. Most people when they have their you know you have your cookout. I guess some is it some. Is it a country time is the main country mix time, you use? Lemonade, yeah. Country time. I think Weiler's has one. Mm-hmm. But I think our lemonade actually is probably our lemonade tastes like lemon heads. You remember lemon heads when you were growing ah. up? So that's the part that we have that I think um again, Al's a chemical engineer, so he worked he started off his career at Kraft and and so we got that. And What's so, his name? Al. Al Rim. Al Rim? It's that we'll see. He's, 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 yeah, he's, yeah. See you, you. I can tell you crack on people because you, you're sniffing out. You're sniffing out the, <laughs> the basis. You're right. I'm sorry. And no, the reason, no, I was right. Say, no, it's Albert, is like a well, mad scientist. It does. Well, his name is Albert Rimbert. So you're right because you don't want to. That's Albert a cool Rimbert. Oh Albert. man, see, that's the marketing right there. See. Albert I need Rimbert? I need marketing him and it, with a white uh, lab coat. Does he have hair? I don't. I don't know. Does he have like? He's bald. Well, we can get a wig on him. He needs to be like in the in the basement <laughs> of the chalkboard, like a mad scientist making this right. concoction. There you go. See what this right. We, well, we yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So so the tea is amazing. The, the lemonade is phenomenal. Um, and what I like about it is you get a full, at least for the tea, you get this full body 
tea flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like sometimes you get a, a a tea off the off the shelf in a bottle, and it's kind of watery or airy tasting. Right. Like right. there's pieces of the palate that, that that don't receive flavor, but with this you get that full. This brother right here is he's great. Isn't wow, he? you guys are really good. I see why you got those numbers. Yeah, absolutely. So, 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 and we'll be doing some guest bartending spots. Yes. Um. So, so we'll bring the peach bourbon tea. Now that you say the lemonade has that lemonade head, uh, flavor, I was like, I can see that. I think mm-hmm. we'll we'll base the cocktail with lemonade. So, yeah. lemonades. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, we'll do something. Yeah. Our tea. Our, t- yeah. our tea's some not elderberry the- lemonade. There we go. Elderberry lemonade. Shout we out to Bullshine Bourbon. Yeah. Okay. They have elderberry. We're trying. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to get all that. We're trying, mm-hmm. and I, and we're open to anything you guys want to do. You know, we got the product. You know, we're going to do that. Uh, the uh, what's the model of the the Red Bull model? You just mm-hmm. saturate the market with mm-hmm. your product. Mm-hmm. That's what we'd like to do. Um, it's a cool. It's a cool podcast. Got yeah. the music. I see. A- absolutely. Yeah. This is yeah. what I feel like right now. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's legit how I feel. I'm sorry, Jay. No, no, I, no. I didn't realize it was going to take effect like this and me ruin it. I don't want to. You didn't need the no, show? Absolutely no. not. Nah. No. Nah. Get paranoid. They got to yeah, calm down. Yeah, don't, don't. Hey, everything is perfect. It's not paranoid. And that's why I'm here. Cause, that's right. Yeah, we good. He's keeping us all right. How do you know to always say something like that? What do you mean? You said it's not what? It's paranoid? You said I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. So don't be paranoid. It's, everything is right. So I'm, I'm here. Yeah, so he said everything sure. is perfect, not everything paranoid. Everything's perfect. Yeah, not paranoid. <laughs> How do you know to say stuff like that, Jay? <laughs> Yo, I just, I just talk. Y'all motherfuckers looking like like it's legit like Jeremy. Here it go. Here it go. That's crazy. Like it's legit like Once again. Is, no, no, no. No, if anybody no, sees this, I am sober. I did not partake. I do not need to go into HR tomorrow. No. So don't don't remember now for put this in the fridge and don't and tell yes. people not to, you know. Yeah. That's forty no, milligrams. It's legit like Jeremy's like game coach is sitting here with us. Like you guys laugh the same. Y'all are very y'all niggas is charming. I thought Look how they laugh. Do you see this? This is crazy, right? Like Tom Shady Mavis in the back. Like it, like as if like Uncle Mark is the guru for like this is the he wizard is the behind guru. Jeremy. Like yeah, I've been pulling the strings. The it is. It was I, oh, puppet master. Puppet master. <laughs> I mean, I did listen to him from. It's crazy from though. High school through college. Y'all laughed. Li- y'all, literally through college. Y'all laughed. I graduated your, in 08. Your phrases are very like. That's wow. Spot on. You guys are that's yeah. that's cool, man. You met your that's funny. I met your my older, master. Your older I spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something, guys. Honestly. This is amazingly fun. I'm so proud of you guys, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, from the event to how you guys do your podcast, like everything. Thank everything you, man. is Thank like, you. and it's almost like, you know, when you're a young guy and you're old guy, say whatever the bullshit mm-hmm. they say. <laughs> but it's it's true. I get it. It's mm-hmm. like it's almost like you know how, especially when you talk about young black men, when you be like, well, I'm gonna leave it in the hands of so and so, you know, mm-hmm. and you'll just be like, I don't know. But again, seeing you guys, the way you move and stuff is very exciting. And to be honest, I think from from our mayor to Nick to, you know, you know, everybody, actually, um, I think we don't, it's not said enough. We did. So with, with my Motivational Monday, we had Sheila Dixon Ooh. on and we had Catherine Pugh on. Right. Former mayors who both had led the had to leave the office because of. Whatever reason, yeah. I guess like Marilyn Mosby, right? Here's the part that hit me that was, was was messing me up about the community. I think, I think we're so like broken that we don't really understand when you are the mayor of Baltimore and you're black, they're trying to kill you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When they put mm. um, 
when they put Catherine Pugh in real prison, mm-hmm. not no, no, it was big, it was big kid prison, not no, you know, luxury, ain't no fences prison. They were at, at her age. They're trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. That's deep. They're trying to kill Brandon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. it's like we don't realize it. I think it, I think we're almost like you know how when Precious came out and it's like the most sadly if you have love in your life, it's the most horrifying, sad, heartbroken, whatever. But when we went to the movie, people were like, oh girl, like it's like because they can relate because their lives are that. Mm-hmm. But your lives being that is not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? So far away from like how the norms are. You'd be like, oh, well, that's that happened to me. Well, damn, if it happened to you, that means you have been through crazy trauma that you need help from. Anyway, when we had the, the Motivational Monday, it made me, I thought about both of them. First of all, the charges, whack, and politicians, you know what I mean? They do that every day. What do you, especially Sheila's like, what are you talking about? Gift cards? You went to prison for gift cards? $250 in gift cards. And so you just realized, but did they? did we have their back when they were getting dragged? And no, we did not. I mean, no, we didn't. in fact, we didn't. that's why they easily could could be taken down because they don't have any support. That's the part mm-hmm. that I think I think Stephanie was the only the, the only black mayor that had the support because of the history of her family. Ah, uh, OK. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. I think Smoke was a brilliant ahead of his time thinker whose support was from the white power structure. Mm-hmm. And he was so far ahead of his time, you couldn't even get. We talking about legalizing marijuana back when he was talking about it. It was like yeah. people couldn't even understand the concept. Mm-mm. He was just a, like a you know ahead of the time, um, and then so then the other the two that went to jail. I mean, we ain't gonna talk about what Mayor Martin O'Malley did. Right. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that. Even well, I, with, a, the wire from with a buzz, I know I need to stop saying anything okay. about that. All right, all right. We, we, yeah, we got. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, protect you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, as the community, let's look at our our, our current mayor, like Brandon, like. People, oh, I don't like his afro. I don't like this. I don't like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not understanding. And I think early what we talked about earlier, you guys though don't do that. You guys are like, I know him. We went to school together. Da 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 da. Blah 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 blah. You know, supporting him. Mm-hmm. You're bit. They're there for him. And that never really gets reported. No, know? absolutely. And I think our generation, the older people, we we focus on stuff that doesn't really matter, like his haircut and mm-hmm. this little situation with the kid or whatever. You know, stuff that really is not that important in the big scheme. But we came up in a time where it was important. Yeah. I think, and yet, and I think in that time, maybe. My, and now, yes, I'm officially high. <laughs> Thank you. It is now at it's the officially on. Is that last note? <laughs> I'm officially with y'all. Uh-oh. I've been waiting on you, man. I've been in. Uh, he, he treats it. I'm with y'all. He treats it. Uh, she cool as a cucumber, though. I only yeah. been at customer service. She don't got to talk. Minutes with you. <laughs> That's right. She doesn't have to talk. I'm trying to keep it together, but yes. No, I, I think too. Our parents or the, that your generation, the previous generations, came up in a time where mobility wasn't possible or, or wasn't you couldn't conceive it that's true right so and they afforded us the opportunity to think i could if i don't like baltimore i'll just i'll go to chicago right i'll go to charlotte i'll go to houston i'll go i'll go to france i'll go work in spain i'll i'll, I'll do that finance so for a company true. in brazil <laughs> and you're right, right because you're absolutely right yeah. my generation and older they focus on right with mm-hmm. well, it's not this it's not that well, then you guys answer yeah. would be, well, why did you stay here then? Yeah, like, if it's exactly. not that, why? But then, as someone who's traveled and you know, being working in radio mm-hmm. in the old days, where you had to go from city to city, the funny part is that complaint. It's the same. The same people be like, yeah. oh, you know, here's different because people focus on their high school and not the college you graduated from. But you know what? 
They do that in most cities. Yeah. Even in Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, even in New York. Like now Especially in New York. Class, class, when you start talking about classism, well, that's a different argument. But that's a, that argument is in the small towns too. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm if I'm if if everybody in my family goes to college, then we're having a college conversation. Mm-hmm. That's in small town or large towns. But the other one, everybody goes to high school, so that's yeah. everywhere, you know. But but if you've never lived anywhere else, you don't know that, you know. But I hear that from people who've lived in other places, seemingly. Well, that's true. That they, they, like New Baltimore York, Chicago, really they'll be like, pushing, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, people talk about their neighborhoods. Yeah, but again, you're right. It depends on the kind of job you have. Yeah. It depends on what you're doing. Because you're right, that's that's something that never gets talked about. It's really classism. Like, if I'm mm-hmm. a corporate corporate executive... Then my conversation is going to be different than somebody who's a working class guy mm-hmm. or even a upper middle class working class guy, you mm-hmm. know. So, but again, if you, I think the strength of the the thing that media does provide is that you can't get into every room. So I, I get a lot. Uh, I've been allowed to be in a lot of rooms mm-hmm. from Qatar and Dubai to South Africa, the, you know, tourism. So you get a chance to be in a lot of rooms. Man, I had no money, but you get a to, <laughs> to talk to the people about it. And you're right. I think most people, if you're not in a whole bunch of rooms, you just think things are one way, but it's not necessarily that way. That's interesting. And then on social media now, people, you see that a lot. People be like, oh, because somebody is vetted that you think knows what they're talking about, they'll break something down. And then you'll find yourself like believing what they say, and it might not be accurate. And that happens to me mm-hmm. as somebody who's older than most, and also has been in those rooms. So I'll be like listening to, I don't know, um, Brother Polite. <laughs> 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 I don't know uh, Dr. Umar Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know uh, Tariq Nasheed. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, and then, but then if you stop and think about it, oh, I don't know. Dr. Cornell West. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> like, you gotta check him too. Like Dr. Cornell West. You go, Dr. Cornell West. You'd be like, in your mind, Dr. Cornell West is running for president. You're like, wow, Dr. Cornell West is running for president. Mm-hmm. First of all, I ain't heard nobody really say anything about <laughs> anything about it. Then you go to Roland Martin, and Mar- Roland Martin points out that as an independent or whatever, you're not even gonna be at the main debates. Mm. So forget having an impact on being actually your chances of being the president of the United States, which is nothing. Right. You also aren't even included in the debates because you have to have a certain amount of number of it may happen. But you have to have a certain number of people, certain um, number of, you know, supporters Uh, to get you there. Mm -hmm. And so then you just like then you have to ask yourself, well, why is he why is he doing why is why is he doing this? Like um, it's almost like is it just. Why are you doing it? Yeah, is it to get win. a message out? Is it? You just want the spotlight. Yeah, yeah. Are you thirsty for the camera? Is a book for the coming microphone? soon? Is a book coming soon? Are you and um, you and Tavis feeling bad because y'all tore down the first black president yeah, we yeah, had? They, ta- like, I, Tavis was my guy. And so I, that was the one thing I couldn't understand with Cornell and Tavis. Uh, why are you going at Obama this hard? Because you that did, hard. That you was didn't go at Bush this hard, right? Because I followed you then. They, my right. role model was you did not do yes. this for Bush. It wasn't that you were going at Obama. You have to with, go at Obama. I'm fine with that. It was the vigor. But it was the vigor, and you're right. Even mm-hmm. less than Trump. Mm-hmm. It was weird, you know. But then, okay, well, we know what happened. We see what happens. Like they came after Tavis because again, they're gonna come after you. Yeah, you know, you 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 know. If you you doing too much, they're gonna come after mm-hmm. you, and you got to you know he survived. Yeah, you know, Tavis, shout out to Tavis. Uh, he's got his own radio station in Vegas in uh, L.A. now. I didn't know that. Okay. And AM station, and he's doing his thing. 
He's white haired now. <laughs> Tavis been through it. Mm, <laughs> white yeah. hair, white haired now. Tavis. Damn, Tavis got white hair. But um, that's what they do, though. You know, it's a very back to that, that's what I said when I realized what that thing. When I saw Sheila, when I saw mm-hmm. um, my girl, I was like, they really are trying. They try to take you out. They, it's not like they ain't trying to do it nicely. Mm-mm. They're trying to destroy you, embarrass you. And so then it makes anybody who's thinking about maybe coming in public office or doing something. Makes you think twice, you know, like you guys, you know, mm. young, big, Man, big, I, big uh, supporters. I ran for office before. And okay, well here we go. Politics is po- political. It is. It was everything you think it was. Yeah. It, it was so. In, from working on campaigns to running for office, it was like, oh, you really have to play politics. It is. Pop- it is the nastiest, dirtiest thing. And and it was that running for office realized I want to buy a politician. I do not want to be a politician. Well, that what's funny is what you just said is so like profound because you're right it's politics and so why are we surprised by blah 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 it's mm-hmm. politics mm-hmm. i think that's the thing that what, what trump did though what trump did do is number one make you realize how slimy all politicians pretty mm-hmm. much are mm-hmm. which i hate to say that mm-hmm. i really do even the ones you love i hate it because why when you look at these you know you saw mitch mcconnell the other day freeze up <laughs> And people are like, he's a clone. No, he old. old. <laughs> Big Mama be freezing up <laughs> if you watch it closely. But it's like, <laughs> Big Mama be freezing up. Right. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I remember my mom, it happened to my mother at, at Walmart. She was checking out, you know, doo, doo. and I was like, yeah, da, 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 da. I was like, Mom? Mom? Mm-hmm. Mom? <laughs> she was at the check mm-hmm. out, like frozen. Like I was yeah. like, Mom. Yeah, no, I, I, I and do so the same then, my mother. Yeah. yeah, she had she had a she had a minor stroke. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens. But anyway, Absolutely. these people are so old. To me, like, can you imagine? You got to be really greedy to be like, I'm seventy something years old, including our president. Mm-hmm. And who wants to do this at seventy something years old? I want to be chilling on a boat mm-hmm. in the water. In a beautiful place somewhere mm-hmm. when I'm 70 something years old. Ain't nobody trying to be no politician that late, but it's the power. But, it's but, the power. But Trump upset though is that you realize they're just the water carriers for the wealthy. And so having the Trumps there makes it make them look bad because uh, you're like, I can't believe grandpa is just a water carrier for the wealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when a other politicians in there, it's like, oh, they're trying to make a difference. The narrative <laughs> right. changed. I want to make a difference. Okay, you want to make a difference. Been there 40 years. Have you made a difference? You know, after five years, if you ain't made a difference, you need to step down. You step out. I th- but you're you're 80 years old. You want to make a difference. No, you just want, can't get, get rid of the the greed, the no, power. The power. The, the power. power. Uh, shout out to the Baltimore Jazz Festival. We just jumped into the chat. Uh, definitely gave you guys a big shout out. Um, but want to acknowledge you. But, yeah, I think it's the greed. It's the power. Of being in that position. Can you imagine though being greedy at like 78? Yeah. What about life? You about to meet Jesus. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, Take you want to get some room. To the king. <laughs> Take me to the king. You'd be like, no, nah, not yet. Let me give me give me a couple years because I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like you want your stuff, you want all your dirt to be done in your early 30s and 40s. So at least when you're 70, yeah. you can be like, Jesus, it was 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, so Mitch, why didn't you tell him about the aliens? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, I was going to tell him. Well, you had 50 years to tell him. Yeah. Well, I was going to tell him, but uh, sorry, guy. Well, you know you. Well, Mitch, you know what this means. You're going downstairs. Mm. Oh. Him downstairs. 
It's downstairs. Oh, all right, all right, Mark. We I know we gotta get you out of here. It's, it's that time. You got y'all, y'all kicking me. I, out. I, I'm absolutely not. No, like, you're man, a grown how man. Late is, how late is it gonna be? Yo, we can keep going. <laughs> I don't know. No, you be, we can keep going. I just wanted to acknowledge the time and well. <laughs> What do you have? I see the notes you have there. Uh, I, I wanted to jump into... <laughs> notes. <laughs> you know, talking over each other's bad radio. <laughs> bad hey, audio. yo! <laughs> it is hard. <laughs> Why well, I used to cheat off people papers, y'all can tell me. <laughs> and then Mark talk his way out of getting his money got cut. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't like all that writing shit. Like, right. <laughs> no, I'm seeing notes. Okay, we need to address the notes. <laughs> you write so much for it, bro. What you talking about? <laughs> what do you say, Kyle? <laughs> yo. Yeah. He's in that shit. Like, yo. I need to find. I've been looking at this notepad for an hour, bro. <laughs> I want to know up. what's up. Because at this point. I'm talking and giving my life story. You just keep writing, bro. I want to know what's in there. Right. Yeah, like it's not recorded on three <laughs> angles. That is true. Uh, three different angles. You're People right. People worried about the notepad, oh, and not the cameras. Yeah, but I feel is... what he's saying because he looked like, hey, uh, real quick before we get out of here. I didn't know what's in there. <laughs> he was like, yeah, um, I'm going to confiscate. I'm going to take that with he me. He's going off in that handy dandy notebook. My boy is writing too damn much. I didn't even talk that much. <laughs> I mean, I'm already, I'm already guilty. This is like, you know what I mean? So yeah, what do we have? What do we have? No, I want to talk about what what, what do HBCUs mean to your family? It, oh yeah, it seems like we're all in. Yeah, we're, we're all in. Like they take all your money apparently. Yes, <laughs> we're mine too. But we're all in. So I didn't go to HBCU. So mm-hmm. it's funny, I, you know, being from small town America, mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of people don't know. You know, I didn't know. I just knew Howard, mm-hmm. and so I applied mm-hmm. at Howard. I, now, first of all, I was a terrible school. I was a mediocre student because I knew I wanted to do radio, television, and I had an affiliation with a radio station and mostly back then guys didn't have their degrees. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, I'm going to go ahead and get my degree and I'm going to be ahead of the game. But I really wasn't focused on class. I was Mm -hmm. just, you know, I was Mr. Like super busy in the different clubs. And in college I was the same way, but my grades were not great. They were very mediocre. But anyway, Mm -hmm. um, so I went to a four year college, I mean, junior college, two years, then a four year college, the state college. Obama did the same. Two and two, two and two. But my kids, you know, Allison is a uh, graduate of Hampton University, mm-hmm. and actually, Allison is in the uh, Hampton Hall of Fame, uh, the uh, the uh, pro- the program there. So you see her bust there, or whatever the picture bust. Um, and all my kids went to HBCUs because they were so important to Allison, who traveled a lot as a kid, mm-hmm. and her experience at Hampton really gave her that. Like most of her friends, lifelong friends, you know, started at Hampton, and so it gave her that experience. And so, therefore, it's, we our whole family. Yeah, my. Oldest graduated from Hampton. She's now at Howard, Howard Medical School. Uh, the middle's in uh, uh, Norfolk State. And then the baby's heading down to Clark this fall. Okay. You know, the the community, the support. You know, I went to a state school, but like, you know, do I ever go back? And no, I don't go back. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas, you know, most people that go to HBCUs, they go back year, year in and year out, you yeah. know. So, and I think it's interesting with the new changes now with the uh, affirmative action. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. I think already all of them have housing issues. Everybody got yeah. housing issues, and this is going to get even more crazier Ooh. because the kids are going to start. More kids are going to go to HBCUs. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's interesting when you talk about housing issues. Housing was given priority to freshmen at PWIs, right? But affirmative action takes that away now. Yeah, theoretically. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think the influx of students to HBCUs is going to be a great thing. It'll it'll be especially the HBCUs yeah. in cities. It'll be no different. 
than PWIs in the sense that, okay, freshman, or you get on campus, or you find an apartment somewhere else. Yeah, and I think, I think HBCUs have to now adjust. I mean, you know, uh, Miss Tina cannot handle housing anymore, okay? <laughs> it can't be Miss Tina. It's going to be somebody right. who used to work at, uh, who majored in, you mm-hmm. know, uh, how majored in that. Some uh, type of commercial yeah. development. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, why not get a high executive at a Marriott yeah. or something? Well, yeah, yeah, yes. yep. Because I think especially, you know, um, because at the, uh, you know, the, 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 the schools that are the high demand schools, you're competing with, uh, like I said, the, the white schools and they have, you know, they got a whole bunch, they got a lot going yeah. on. They got, you know, they, they got the gyms, they got the, yeah. I remember when I worked mm-hmm. at Howard and I saw that gym, mm-hmm. I was like, this is Nautilus. Nautilus equipment in the gym? Oh, that's real. I remember when Nautilus yeah. came out, yeah. I was 19 years old. I worked yeah, with YMCA. So it's like, we can't, you can't have that. How yeah, can you compete? True. You know, but, but now with the firm action, that's going to change the game even more. No. And I think, I think this is a great thing for HBCUs. I think we were fighting, college in general, fighting remote. And I know that was a big issue of remote learning. You, yeah. could, you could be a full-time student at a, at a college, any college, university, and not need a brick and mortar. Yeah. Now you now you, at the dorms that we were saying you know that are hard to fill, um, students don't come on. So there's a revenue portion at that as well because nothing is done at cost. There's a markup yeah. and a fee. So I, I think this reinvigorates HBCUs. I think we're gonna we're gonna look at this 20 years later and say taking away affirmative action was the best thing financially for HBCUs. It kind of like was. A I'm fact. not saying it's for for like a throwback. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily for admittance into PWI higher education yeah. specifically for HBCUs I promise you 20 years from now we're going to say it was the greatest thing that happened because now we're like all right well while you can no longer be a African American and get preferential treatment you can't tell me that the student that whose parent went to Hampton University and now the daughter son wants to go to Hampton University Miss Tina and admissions is going to notice that Oh yeah, yeah. Alumni yeah. are going to say, oh, "Okay, yeah. we can't officially do this." Well, mm-hmm. well, but let's find the meeting, the email list of all of the parents of students that are interested. I just it's, it's going to figure this way out. We just went to, uh, you know, we went to uh, my daughter's white coat ceremony at Howard, where you had what five thousand people apply and only a hundred and thirty mm-hmm. end up getting in the school. Mm-hmm. But like you said, there was many, many of them. Uh, got their white coat handed to them from their their parent, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so, like you said, that's real um, in all the schools. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And so, so it's but it was, you know that 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 white coat ceremony. I'm so glad that Sydney did go to Howard though to see it's like the it's different. Like the you know there was a time my generation where you know I saw you saw men black men actually mm-hmm. with braids and earrings and locks. You Rump. saw sisters. With uh, pierced nipples, it was it was like it was a you know for older people it's kind of like in the old days it was like a certain type of person was going to get to be mm-hmm. a doctor. Mm-hmm. Now it's wide open, you know, and so I, I think that's great, you know, I think that's great. And I'm and I'm so glad, <laughs> and, and you know, it turned into like almost a church session at, at Howard because uh, absolutely. But, but I'm so glad she did choose Howard over um, Virginia, which she got into also. Awesome, awesome. Well, speaking of Howard, right? So Howard in D.C., one of the staples of D.C. You worked in D- at Howard for a little bit yeah. at WHUR. Um, definitely enjoyed your time there. You've, have you been to the, oh, this is a challenge, to the African American Museum oh, yeah. of History and Culture? Amazing. Favorite part of it? <clears throat> My favorite part, ooh, that's a good one. Mm. I think the uh, Emmett Till casket mm. is very powerful. Um, I've intentionally not seen it yet. 
yeah. And then I think right in that area, I think is the uh, prison, like the prison system, uh, where basically you you know you realize that prisoners are basically slaves, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it, I think it, that the museum it really deals with the um, in uh, in in uh, Louisiana. I, I, I can't think of it now because. I'm high, but <laughs> in Louisiana, you know, that system, which is like straight up, they picking cotton, mm-hmm. they're slaves. It basically says that they can be, you know, you basically can be a slave. And so, but yeah, the, the that, but just that whole experience, I, you know, something else that stands out about the museum is crazy how, how, um, uh, what's my man's name in the White House, uh, in the, how Ben Carson, Carson, yeah, just, Director of Hood. he's there in the museum the heyday, the Baltimore Ben Carson, when he was this brilliant brain surgeon, he had the book. We were just yeah. like, grew up like, man, we love this guy. We I loved him. It was a required reading. Required it was reading. Required you know, reading. the kids loved him. And required I'm reading. like, wow, you give all that up just to be in Trump's cabinet as I wonder, what, HUD I, director, whatever. Well, that's you, a different You're not even moving like. You're a brain surgeon. Brain surgeons are arrogant. Brain surgeons. Brain surgeons even, and fighter pilots. Right, right. Brain Most surgeons be like, Trump who? But to, I'm like, was he broke? I mean, why why would you give up your why would you give up who you were to be affiliated with just like a conservative hood? I don't get it. I don't. I don't I, that's that is one mystery. I, I I don't know. Arrogance. But I, I think the thing that made him great is the thing that made him fall. Is, well, is but, the arrogance. But why would he? Okay, you're a super smart guy, and Trump's going to come to go down as like one of the, the not smart presidents. Mm-hmm. Why would you allow yourself to be associated? How are you that blind? You said arrogance. Arrogance. Wow. Yeah, man, his wife and then his wife. They they them look crazy. Ordering mm-hmm. furniture. How you become a Supreme Court justice, right? Arrogance. Mm-hmm. You agree, arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, so we're in DC. We're at the African American Museum of History and Culture. Hey, Jay, real quick. Yeah, you don't have to speak. You don't have to do that. I'm, I'm good. I just. All right, all right, all right. You I just that? don't know. All right, all right. Like as far as Ben Carson, I just don't know. Like, no, I didn't know if you were. You were. No, nah, I was listening. Not, just, not listening here. Like you. I were, was here. All right, all right. Good. I mean, I was in customer service. I'm still waiting on y'all to be about it. I didn't know if he was, as, nah, you, you know, good. floating. No, nah, I'm high as hell. But listen, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why I'm here. See, you know my what? job is to take the Did you eat anything? You didn't need anything. Yo, I got some fried chicken upstairs. Yo, son, oh my lord! Can we? T- <laughs> yeah, yeah. To talk about that, Mark, you didn't need anything. We came. So shout out. Listen, I want to give a super we, shout we, out. We going here. We so go. all the <laughs> overnight, like them work release dudes that be going to like working at Royal Farms and Wild Wild overnight. Them niggas. Hey, fellas, keep doing y'all thing, man. Because let Hold me tell you got, something. Let me zoom in the camera. We too. went to Royal Farms last night. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to shout out to uh, shoot DJ Protocol. Moe's the establishment. You know, we went out and had a good time or whatever. We left and go to World Farms. And it was two young men, right? One young man, he had on the hat. He had the vest. But he, but the way he was handling the chicken, the way he was handling the food, Whoa. And, 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 you know, just doing things. I was like, yeah, this brother just either got out, about to go back in, or, hey, you know, he's, he's, he's been doing good for himself. You know what I mean? Like, he turned it all around. He just had that look like, Yo, I'm on the straight and narrow because <laughs> I got make this. I got make. It, I got make it work. <laughs> so we get to tell you, you know, back to chicken. I said, "Hey, bro, I know what time it is up in here." Hey, man, listen. This is the truth, yo. This is the, I've never seen I'm anything like order, this before. I'm gonna order a, a, a two piece tender meal, the least box. expensive chicken box, right? Here. You're gonna put all the chicken in this box. 
Do you understand me? Because I know what's going on here. Y'all about to... I know he like he like nah yo Jay chill nah I got it watch <laughs> he's like yo Kyle don't talk to him I'm, I'm like, like yo no, chill out yo I got this yo yeah. he understands because I know he's doing this job for all the right reasons but he's 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 a good young man but I already know what work release Come on, yeah, I know what work I know a work release program brother when I see one and I know he gonna look out because he know what it's like <laughs> to 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 you know he know what it's like to go without he know what it's like to scramble for an extra piece of chicken. You feel me? I feel so boom, yeah. we buy the chicken, right? We get up out. I say, "Hey, fam, appreciate it." And I tipped him. He five, did fill a box too. And I tip and I tipped him five dollars cash. I said, "Thank you." He did. Right? He did. So we get outside. Me and Jay talk. Jay and Jay's eating his chicken on the way out. The this door. is three thirty in the morning too. Wow. So I'm looking at Jay tearing it like the boy. He After having full, praise and worship in the parking full, lot for two hours. I'm serious, Mark. No, I'm serious. No, I believe it. I've been a part of it. So Jay is like tearing into the chicken, right? I mean, and I watch him as we eat the door. He's like, yo, throwing bones over his shoulder. Like, yeah, yeah like, I need more of this. So I was like, bro, I legit will go back in there right now and ask that man. Put the rest of the chicken in the bag, bro. <laughs> yo. Hey, yo. No, but he was like, nah, you ain't about to do that. I was like, bro, he's going to do it. And that's when I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Jay was like, yo, chill. I was like, bro, he's going to do it. I know he will. Watch this. I said, bro, what's your cash at? He was like. I said, yo, I cash at you twenty dollars right now. Yo, you put all that chicken in this bag. We get up out of here. He was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed his phone. He was like, shit, my shit right here. <laughs> I cashed up my man twenty bucks, bro. I left out of there with a the big, the, the cla- big, the big clear bag the, the of big chicken. clear bag of chicken from Royal Farms, man. We in the parking lot separating pieces. I was like, yo, take this. Hey, yo, you know mom. He's like, yo, mom's like the tenders. I'm gonna take the. T- <laughs> I did. I did. At this juncture, we had the chickens though. Are y'all corrupting our youth? No, nah. nah. He I'm tipped just, him twice. I, okay. Well. <laughs> oh, as long as you tipped him, this. I'm just saying. Like, that opportunity. Was, that was one of them black moments that, like, yeah. yo, only black people understand because we know what it's yeah. number one. We, he knew what we was on. We was, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, like, we was trying to get some. Good he had some inside to, information. Yeah, mm-hmm. we trying to get greased up before we go home, take our drives home, and he hooked us up. He did. Shout out to my man. And now, let's drink to him, man. Toast yeah. to my brother. Yeah, he doing. He doing. He doing. Making decisions. Shout out to the work release programs. Man. Work release programs, man. <laughs> Now I got two pounds. I got four pounds of chicken in my fridge. Facts. <laughs> I got three of them. Let me say. Let me say. Shout out to my work, my brothers. Here, the part about if any, I don't know if any young people listen, but you know, the part of the sad part about when you come out of prison. Because mm-hmm. I, I had a brother on the podcast the other day, and life is so hard when you don't have that challenge. Right. Speak to it. Speak to it. It's it's so hard when you don't have that challenge. So when you come out. And I think a lot of times, I think people, I don't know where y'all get it from. Like, nobody really is trying to help. And so the people, I remember when I was on the radio, people would be like, man, I just got out. Ain't nobody really trying to help me. It's like, yes, brother. Yes. Ain't nobody really. You're right. There are not. <laughs> you know, so it's like, that's, I don't know. Is it because people are young mm-hmm. or they don't know? Why, if, 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 if uh, the streets are survival of the fittest, why would people even? Yeah, nobody cares about you. Because, That's a, I mean, nobody cares about you when you got it all going on. Yeah. So when you have the challenges, people really don't. So why do you think it's so hard for people a lot of times to come from it to be, understand that part? That part is like, yeah, you're right. Nobody's really going to give you a chance. I, I think people expect that the streets are one way, but we are told that the straight and narrow is another way. And the reality, the straight and narrow is this just like the streets, just the rules are different. 
the mask is different. Yeah. Um, it's less straightforward, but it's the same cutthroat. You just cutthroat by the rules. Oh, in the streets, you cut through by the rules as well. It's just different. Yeah. Well, you by. know what? It's. I guess you're right. You know what I think? I, the guy actually, I can answer. Them. I think you're right. Like, it's like if you don't know, it's capitalism. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know how entrepreneurism works, which many of us don't, I'm yeah. still figuring it out. Then you're you're not really armed with everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. So if I, if we all have businesses, we all have businesses. We all have invested in our businesses. And then somebody who doesn't understand how business works is like, yeah, ain't nobody trying to help me out here. <laughs> it's like, right? Yes, nobody's trying to help you out here. We all are trying to survive. Mm-hmm. So maybe I guess that's what it is. Like, mm-hmm. so that same person who sadly never got the information from his parents right. in his community and everybody else, and then commits a crime or whatever, goes to jail and never got that. So you come out and you're like, ain't nobody trying to help me. Nah. No. No. Nobody's trying to help us. You're black in America. No. <laughs> Nobody's trying to help you. Yeah. yeah, stab you in the back. Yes, yes. People will stab you in the back. No, nobody's going to give you no money. No, you have to go get it. Well, let me ask you this, Mark. The brother that's coming out. The brothers in general, right? So we, we're, we were talking about D.C. We're talking about the African-American Museum. Yeah. You've been through it. You've been to the bottom. You've been through the top. But you're going to it. You, you, you're, you're walking your daughters through Howard. Y'all said, let's go to the museum. But they, they notice you. You're famous. Mark Clark, are we seeing you on Bourbon and Boy Shorts? I had your tea at the jazz festival. I need you to come talk to the people. you like, people? I'm here with my daughter. But they come grab you by the arm. They yeah. drag you out. Well, yeah, that's fine. Now, that, wait, wait, wait. wait. They, you got to let him finish. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, good, good. I, you, don't, you don't know this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hook. Just wait for me to give you the cue. Okay. But no, but they grab you out. And so they like, we need you to come speak to the people. And your daughter's probably like, oh, my gosh. But she's like, all right, cool. Yeah. So you walk outside and it's a million people. But you're looking like, who am I talking to? You're like, all right, this dark skin faces. Oh, it's a million black people. Cool. But you look closer, Mark. It's a million brothers. You at the real brother march. And in this moment, you get to ask a million brothers one question. And they each will give you their unique answer and perspectives. What do you ask them? So I'm I'm the presenter asking them a question. Absolutely. Go. Okay. I'd say. Are you following your dreams? Mm. Are you following your dreams? Do you still dream? It will be in the, it will be in the dream box. The dream. Okay. Are, do you still? Do you know what you want? Do you, are, do you? I think a lot of people have no idea what they even they don't dream, so they don't mm. even have an idea of what they desire. Mm-hmm. Are you following your passion? That's what I say. That's what I'd ask them. Mm-hmm. Are you following your passion? That's what I'd ask them. And and, and that seems and that seems kind of um, it would seem like what? <laughs> but yeah, are you following your passion? That's what I would ask them. Am I following my passion? Do I still dream? Am I following my dreams? Um, you know what, Mark? It, it's what has helped me in realizing I can still dream is then for me following my spirituality. Um, getting re- reinvigorated about Christ, right? So it, I feel like whenever I talk about religion, it feels cliche, but it's my truth. Yeah. I have never stopped dreaming. It's interesting. An episode ago, two episodes ago, Kyle had brought up dreaming. I think now I realize my dreams are more than tangible. My dreams could have been achieved had I believed that I could have achieved them. Right. Right. So so am I dreaming again? I'm absolutely dreaming again. 
and I'm doing more than dreaming. And I think sometimes for for black men in general, men in general, humans in general, we dream and we get discouraged because the dreams do not come true. And we never hold ourselves accountable for not having a plan to achieve the dream. The dream is only the end result is where the destination. But you got to get in your car. You got to get gas. You got to pack roll yeah. snacks. You got to get a map or a GPS. Get the address in your phone. Figure out how you got to go there. If you need, if it's a, if you're gonna leave at three in the morning or you're gonna leave at three yeah. in the afternoon to be, yeah. be track. You know, you got to do the whole steps on the road journey to get to your dream. And often we get discouraged and feel like our dreams never come true because we've never done the plan. Now I'm in the phase of like, oh, this is this is my dream. This is how I'm gonna get there. Um, one of my mentors said. You need to tell five, whatever you want to do, whatever you dream of, whatever you want to achieve, you need to ask five people who you think can help you. Will they help you? Like, hey, will you help me? So, so for, and, and it's no coincidence, it's intentional. After this, when we turn the mics off, I'm going to ask you for one of my podcast media dreams. Can you help me get there? I'm going to ask you, yo, will you mentor me? And I don't know what that looks like, but I think you're, some, I know you're somebody that can help me get to that next level. Yeah. Right? So I think we got to ask that. And the homies, I ask the homies, yo, bro, keep me accountable. Kyle, keep me accountable. Travis, keep me accountable. Right? So I think it's a, it's a lot of that. And previously, I wasn't open to letting other people in because I felt like I was relying on them. Hmm. And my mindset now was, no, I'm asking them to help me. I am always responsible for achieving. But I no, I can't do it alone. Yeah. And I got to trust that the people that come into my life will help me get there. And some people will help you. Some people won't. Some people will see the power of it. Some people won't. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you have to, like you said, but at the end of the day, it starts with the thought. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of, sadly, a lot of us, because of lack and surrounded by negativity and a family, effed up family, and, and people who haven't had a lot of success, it's very, uh, people. a lot of people are just very, just like, they've, they've given up. They've mm -hmm. given up because they don't understand that it can actually happen. You know, and so as somebody who grew up in a town that didn't have a black radio station mm. and dreamed of being on black radio, and so I hooked my cable up to the radio station in St. Louis, and then that's five years after graduation, I was working at that station. So as a kid, I never, I didn't have the I can't thing. I never had the, you know, people be like, you can, but you can't achieve it if you believe, if you can't believe it. <laughs> I never, it was not, that didn't work. I, I never did, didn't think I couldn't be president. I didn't want to be president, but, you know, I never had that. Mm -hmm. But then you realize, we talk. We were talking off the air. That's a blessing. Mm -hmm. Some people actually have that. Some people do not love themselves. Some people think they are ugly. Some people think mm -hmm. they ain't. Well, the church, you ain't nothing but a sinner. Some people believe they ain't nothing but a sinner. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you've been indoctrinated to that, how can you then say you're a god? If I say you're a god and you believe you ain't nothing but a sinner, right. then you ain't you ain't even listening to me, you know. And so I think we have all these baggage, all these baggage points that we carry around. That sadly, hopefully, when people watch podcasts and hear different people, it can open their minds and be like, you know what? I hadn't thought about it that way or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned you mentioned led by spiritually. My only thing about spirituality is I think it's confuse it confuses a lot of people, and the way we've been indoctrinated almost says you can't. You know how people say, I'm trying to understand Jesus. I'm trying to understand the Lord. Oh, you can't understand it. It's, it's beyond your understanding. It's confusing. Okay. I think okay. a lot of people, especially young people, it's just confusing. It's mm -hmm. not It's not as simple as God's within you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. I think that's also, that's why I don't, I don't, I don't that's why in that, that question with that crowd, I wouldn't say religion because yeah. I think it, people would be like, okay, well, I don't, I don't believe in God or I, I believe in this or I believe in that. And then so they don't even get to 
But mm-hmm. what we're trying to get to is you to get out of your hole, oh, yeah, to move yeah. forward. You know what I mean? I mean, we can get to a, a religion spirit. Well, I'll, well, here now, even with religion, I believe what I believe because that is how I yes. mani- manipulate the universe. Exactly. But I I don't deny what you believe exactly. and how you manipulate the universe. Exactly. To our off com- off pod conversation that religions are so similar. It's not by accident. It's right. a reason. Yeah. And they they teach us more or less the same thing. Love your neighbor. Help everybody out. You'll get to that afterlife that you desire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How can I be mad that you pray five times a day? How can I be mad? Because yeah. at the end of the day, it says, oh, help, your, help your neighbor, help everybody out. Make sure they got what they need. Yeah. And it's <laughs> that's, that's really the gist of that's it all. It. That's the gist. And, and that's the gist of the universe as well. Like, do, do good things. Good things come back. Yeah, that, but sometimes I think it's made very complex. People feel, I mean, people have used guilt. People have mm-hmm. used whatever to, you know, control, mm-hmm. control people. I think that's the other mm-hmm. part. Like, I think you guys are, are moving past that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think our generation, a lot of us were really controlled by religion as opposed to, like, inspired by it. So I think that's a yes. good thing, yeah. you know. Kyle, you want to jump in? I know we, we talked a lot, but I re- I'm interested to hear, especially off our... <clears throat> What, what are, am I following my dreams? Are, are you following your dreams? dreams. Are you still mm-hmm. dreaming? And that, I think that's a great follow up to our conversation. When I was like, yeah. I didn't know, you know, your your ideas and your actions around dreaming that you shared. Yeah, you know, a few weeks ago. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I have a lot to say sometimes, but uh, <laughs> nah. Um, I think that am I still dreaming? Absolutely. Um, I just I feel like. There's there's something waiting for me, you know what I mean. I feel like there's something waiting for me. Not just me, but anybody surrounding me. It's it's us. But I feel like there's like gonna be this thing that is gonna like make my dream of how I see myself for the people that I love is gonna come true. But something is waiting for me. I know that for a fact. Um, and I think that dream that I hold on to, it's it it. it keeps the drive keeps my drive uh relevant you know and and it pushes you to want to like obtain that you know um but i don't want to i just don't want that dream to be so like um unsatisfactory when i actually achieve it because of either maybe the deep-rooted um intentions behind it you know what i mean but also but i am dreaming you know, I, mean, I am dreaming. Am I following my dreams? I think, I think so. Um, I think like all of us, um, just always seeing a entertainment value in you know in my life and things that I like to do, like even with the music or uh, the podcast, like things are just entertainment. Me being my personality, um, I think that just always is there, even with. Um, with the podcast, well, even with Jay, it's like Jay's been picked up the media, uh, the media thumb. You know what I mean? So his his skills on working these cameras and mics and all of that stuff like that. Like at first, you know, he has you had what camera did you have in college? It was the the Nokia, the Nokia the, in college. Yeah, the Nico joint. We I had the VHS but, joint. But you was you was like that. You would. It's almost like all yeah, of us, even sitting in this room, mm-hmm. you know, we're all some type of way. As we were younger, all of these things that we've loved to do, whether yeah. it be Jay always behind the camera for some reason, 
This dude so always funny. has a camera. He's always worried about getting the perfect oh, picture yeah. for like. That's funny. You know what I mean? He's always. It's not like he's always worried about that, but he knows when to capture certain moments. He knows when to get the angles right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like even with you, everything that you did that led you to being in the radio. Yeah. So it's it's these things that um these things are all almost inevitable that at some point in life is going to turn out and you're going to oh. always have something to do with what you did as a kid or or you did or what you dreamt about doing. I want to be a entertainer and yeah. I want to be yeah. that. But you look we look at entertainment as you know you got to be on TV, you got to be famous uh, mm-hmm. but no, you don't. No, you guys are proving that right now. Yeah. I mean, you guys have more followers and more viewers than I do. And when you look at social media, most young people and people who do these kind of podcasts yeah. have more success than like established pros who've been on platforms for decades, you know? Yeah. And is a, I think it's a drive. I think it's kind of like you guys probably do a better job of being your authentic self. Yeah. Because, you know, that's the thing. Being that's your authentic work. self sometimes is hard, you know, mm-hmm. especially like, you know, our generation you kind of been, they teach you how to talk, teach you how to walk, teach you how to this. So then you kind of end up being very sterile. You know, you're yeah. you're good at like, hey, four people died today, you know, like a story, yeah. but you're not really good at just talking, like, you know, having a mm-hmm. conversation, even when interacting with people. Yeah. You know? and you're not trained to, right? Because that's not what yeah. is required of you. They're like trained Expected it out of, of you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So then it's almost like when somebody, like a radio guy that talks like this, like if I was like, that, yeah. And- yeah guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys, this is great, man. I'm great. I'm high as hell, man. This is great. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, man. This is great. Right. You know, you know, and that's a lot of people are that way. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, he really is that way. My clock sound like that all the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> but but to me, you sound like you all the time. Your personality is the personality that was my, that was I my met brand. in 2000. <laughs> that was yeah. my brand, good yeah. or bad. I think I'm uh, I'm every man. So <laughs> I think, yeah, I didn't get the cool, you know, the you know, like you see the mm-hmm. cats that have the, you know, but no, I, I'm kind of like <laughs> the, I'm the regular guy, which is good. That's my brand, you know, family guy, you know, regular guy. Absolutely. But, regular um, guy. I'm the regular guy. Hey. That's a good. That's yeah. a good show. Matter of fact, the, the regular guy. The regular yeah. guy, starring Mark Clark. Clark. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Yo. Actually, <laughs> hold on. We got a lot of gems. So if we don't post this, this is why because there's been a lot of gems in here. Hey, everybody. That's not a bad. That's literally his outfit, like the regular. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is hold on. Let me find that image. I'm gonna post it. What the regular mean? guy fit is his straight linen shirt, khakis, What'd you loafers. Mean say? Like, What'd you <laughs> man say? He said I had the ribbed, <laughs> the ribbed hold linen on. shirt. Uh-oh, close up, linen. close up camera. Wow. There you go. The ribbed, <laughs> really? Linen. The ribbed linen shirt. Yes. Welcome. Ribbed. Welcome to Cuba. <laughs> Welcome to yeah, Cuba. Yeah, he definitely needs a guy. Welcome to nah. Cubana. <laughs> the regular guy starring Mark. <laughs> Big fat <fine>. no. <laughs> Hey everybody! It's the regular guy. And that's how you come in at every every whenever you come to the house, it's always hey everybody. It's the regular guy. Yeah. Pork chop's gonna have a field day with this one. <laughs> no, nah, his Mark Clark that is hilarious. Oh, man. Now, Mark, thank you, guys. It's <laughs> thank been you. fun. Thank you. Time has passed. Yes, I'm yes. On, I'm on pass out. No, I was like, okay, call me cloudy. I don't Kyle. know what tomorrow's oh, gonna yeah. be tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow's gonna look rough, but it's Friday. Hey, order, order your uh, coffee now. So when you wake up, it's delivered Man. to your door. You only gotta make it. I'm about to body this fried chicken at the crib. Right. I'm about to air fry. I'm about to throw some in the air fryer. Shout out yo. to the work release brother oh, that gave them eight God, pounds man. of chicken. <laughs> it went from four to eight. That's crazy. Salt, salt content. <laughs> salt content at Royal Farms. We're not. We're not going to worry about that. Four it, pounds it, it, 
it never goes grease. bad though. It's pickled. It's pickled chicken. Right. It's the salt. Yeah. It, li- oh, it lives. It God. lives. That li- sounds disgusting. It lives in cars too. I've left, <laughs> left some chicken. I've left some in the car and then come back like, oh yeah, let me go ahead and finish this real quick. Is this healthy? Yeah, no, it's not healthy. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's why you gotta drink it. You gotta eat it when what? you've been drinking, so the alcohol kills the unhealth. <laughs> That is a great logic. Oh, man. Probably doesn't work, but that doesn't work at all. But it makes me feel better. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying, bro. You know how to come up with like these little quick little. Like, you're a good dude, man. You're not the regular you. guy. You're the. He's not the regular. He's nigga. the extraordinary guy. <laughs> so you got the regular guy and the extraordinary yeah. guy. Hey, guy. Everybody. Hold on. It's, it's a, a guy show. Wait, wait. So if Mark is me in the future, do I not I digress? <laughs> From I said ordinary to regular. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Wait. Yes, yeah, that's how you regulate it. Over the years, you're are gonna, you shitting me? Denigrate into If somebody calls me extraordinary, that's downgrading me from regular. I thought extraordinary is like. Oh wait, extraordinary. You just that's crazy. How the fuck does regular beat ordinary? Where are we at? Yo, we go. I'm home. <laughs> We're just ordinary All right. people. All right. All right. That's crazy. Yeah, this was fun. Fucking this is regular. I love this, man. Guy, this is the yeah. guy's got a hot podcast, man. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. I see yeah. you. Now, everybody, please make sure I put it in the chat, but please go follow Mark Clark. That is the Mark Clark with it. Clark with an E. Clark morning with show. E, yeah. Yeah. Um, follow the. <laughs> <laughs> With an E, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Follow the. <laughs> we gotta get this regular show on the, the regular guy. The regular show. show. The guy show. The regular show. Up, everybody? Nah, the Yo. guy show. And it's regular guy. It's the extraordinary yeah, guy. guy. Uh oh. <laughs> so who are you? You blue collar guy? I'm high guy. <laughs> high guy. <laughs> Hi guy. Hi guy. Hi. Yo, hi guy. Hi guy. And okay. that's how I say hi. Hi, hi guy. <laughs> You gonna take this home? Hell yeah. no! <laughs> you gonna put this with the I other can't guests? professionally. No, I cannot. Say, I, I cannot have that. Give me that. He's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Remember, every two ounces, five milligrams. Be careful now. Yeah, sorry, I'll take a shot before. I'll take a shot every morning. Oh yeah. Okay. No, do, no, do it at night because you'll be sleepy. Yeah. Like I said, he's gonna be on ninety five for ten hours. <laughs> yeah. Like yo, I'm in Alaska. Can't find my exit. Like, yo, South par- Carolina. Like, yo, <laughs> your GPS say you in the parking lot, yo. You still ain't going nowhere. Well, Siri be like recalculating, <laughs> recalculating. Oh, nigga, get lo- nigga, turn around. <laughs> but yeah, it's, right. it's it's been fun. I'm sorry, no. Jay. No, we good. No, no. I just, I just, we, I know we gonna do, we gonna do some after tunes. What? You gonna do some? You gonna DJ afterwards? You gonna do some? You said after tunes. After tunes. Uh, that's my dad speak. <laughs> that's a good guy. Yeah, we can we can do a little. All set. right, all right, yeah. So show, show Uncle Mark what I'm made of. Pause. That's crazy. Whoa. Yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah. So you'll see the post. You'll see the link. We'll make sure you everybody's asked. Uh, Doctor uh, Tara Davidson will be on next week okay. for Therapy Thursday. So the first therapy of the month, we have uh, Doctor uh, Tara Davis on Davidson on. So she asked for some tea. So we got pour up some tea next week. So we will do that. Excuse me, some lemonade. Uh, but please, 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 when you see the links, you see the post. Even if you don't partake, there will be a lot of beverages available, uh, especially the uh, iced tea um, mixers as well. Um, they will be anywhere you see us, the tea will be. 
So yes, um, working yes. with getting them in Vino, we got we going to hit up Terra Cafe. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to them there. So anywhere we go, we they're gonna be. Shout out to Chef Heather Swill. I'm sure she'll be uh, yep. uh, willing to have it. I, I, I already we you yep. your guys already figured that yeah, out. Yeah, we just saw. So yep. it'll be it'll be at Swill. Um, so anywhere we are, you'll be able to get it. Uh, absolutely. You guys have been a blessing, man. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you. No, thank you. you. This is. Appreciate you. Man. This is yeah, dreams, dream come true. I got to do my opening in front of Mark Clark, yo. <laughs> you guys got a great show, man. I like how you, like how you laid it out. You laid it out. I got high with Mark Clark. How <laughs> <laughs> I many people can yo. say that? That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's oh, you know like, what? Yeah. Shout out. Speaking of that, Absolutely. shout out it's to on you. the ancho, the uh, empanado lady mm-hmm. on Saturday. They got she's got the she has got the fight. She got the fight. Okay. And I'll be giving out samples. I'll be giving out samples. Uh, uh, All right, so yeah. we we there on Saturday. She's at uh, 10 South Ten South Street, uh, you know, downtown Baltimore, 10 yep. South Street. And uh, I don't have no idea when the fight is, though, but I'll probably be there for a couple hours, you know, it's, whatever. It's you know how the fight does. Main event, I, I don't think it starts at like 11, mm-hmm. 10, 30, 11. I don't know why it's so late. Are yeah, they, are they on the East Coast? That, that'll play a part. I don't even know what it is. Vegas? I'm not sure where the if fight they is. If they in Vegas, this is sure. gonna be it's gonna be a minute. Hopefully, <laughs> they if they on this side, yeah, we gonna need a nap before we get to the main event. Yeah, but hopefully they're on the East Coast. They on the East Coast, that'd be a good. And good of course, time. like I said, tomorrow, uh, uh, George uh, George is in town. Uh, George Wallace, George Wallace, George Wallace, eleven thirty. Be more lifestyle. Fox forty five. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so so. We'll Put it in your DVRs, even if you're at work. So make sure you, you watch it. We're going to watch it every day. Put it on a re- reoccurring event. Be giving them their numbers. Um, so we're going to make sure we follow. Okay. See, I'm learning. So, right. <laughs> so uh, y'all know what to do. If you're in the chat, stay tuned. Everybody else, we uh, we love you. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for rocking with us. Absolutely. Uh, for all this time and, and willing to listen to our voice and see us and uh, we got we got Mark Clark in the building. We got Mark Clark. In we the got building. Mark Clark. We got the, the, the no. regular ass Mark Clark. No. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, but, nah. Uh, I definitely had to get my siblings like, nah, yo, Mark on here. So y'all need to be watching. <laughs> right, 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 right. So um, I don't have nothing in here, but we still gonna make it sound. We toast it up. Um, oh, yeah, we thank you guys. We appreciate you. Uh, the chat, y'all stay tuned for everybody else. Y'all already know what it is. Until next time, love, life, and, and libations. libations. All right.